You're listening to. Welcome to Oh Baby a Triple, a podcast just about, you know, everything uh, and anything under the sun. We're four friends who just hang out and chat about our lives and the news in our lives, mostly revolving around video games, TV, movies, anime, comic books, you name it, you know. All that fun stuff. Yeah, all that fun, all stuff. That fun stuff. I'm Corey. Uh, we didn't do that last week, so I'm going to do that now. <laughs> Well, we did. It's just, you know... It was through the middle what? of it, yeah. <laughs> what, epi- what episode last week? I don't know what you're oh, talking shit, about. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is episode two, but we never had a first episode ever. The, the When we were yeah, all just back. chatting, you know, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the first <laughs> episode. <laughs> the sec- the totally, totally the first episode. Totally, <laughs> totally didn't screw everything up. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. What matters is so, we're here now. Yeah, what matters is the present. We're in the present. So how are you guys Jeez. doing? Doing Good. all right. Oh, I'm hanging. What are you up to? Well, we, uh, we just came back from like, yeah, I came back from like a six and a half hour date. It was fun. Oh, nice. Cute guy. Yeah, he was cute. Did you get your butthole finger popped? Like, you know. No. Like that? <laughs> no. Well, then what was the point of the date, dude? Uh, to get to know him, <laughs> you gotta gauge, you gotta gauge but, but whether or not he is. The best way to know somebody is when you finger pop their asshole. This <laughs> is this is questionable. These are questionable practices that you uh, partake and in. And, and, and yeah, you just gotta go oh! like that. <laughs> yeah, Joe. An important like measure of a man is how well they can pop your ass. Yeah, they, you gotta shape. make sure you hear that that distinct pop noise you know like how like in rice krispies there's that snap crackle pop you got an emphasis on that pop (laughs) there's a lot of snapping cracking there's a lot of pop (laughs) it's not just a pop it's many that's a lot lot. (laughs) anyways well i hope your date went really well anyways so yeah no i think so i mean i'm having a good time for six and a half hours i would imagine it's pretty good yeah yeah, I showed him good. some of the memes from our group chats, and he nice. thought they were funny, so that's good. Well, there you you're, go, you're reeling him in. He, he did not turn away and walk out the door, so I mean, proud of yeah. him on that yeah, one. Yeah, no, it's true. So. so I'm doing this podcast from my car, um, <laughs> which, is, which is funny to talk about. I got a lot of family yes, over this weekend, tell. so I'm in my car. I have my laptop in the passenger seat. Uh, I got my phone next to me. I got my uh, microphone on the dashboard of the car. And I got a like, uh, like an eighty-five dollar like battery unit just hanging out on the floor here. <laughs> Incredible! It's giving me because wow. I I know my laptop would shit out on me, so I've got that all hooked up just charging How to up. podcast? Yeah, I, really? I'm on it. I'm in on it. I got it down. Wow! Incredible. I've been yeah. uh. I've been in the process of getting ready to move out of my apartment, so I've been pretty crazy busy with packing and stuff. I still have so much to pack, and I literally move in like two days. I, Did uh, you? Are you moving to like another place in Rock, Rochester? Uh, it's the same like apartment bu- like complex. It's just a different building because I got a two bedroom. Uh, so because I just got, I'm getting a roommate now, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll right, be pretty cool. So, but I've been, I've been. Uh, 
busy with that. So that's been kind of rough. But uh, I mean, I tried to do as much as I can this week to still enjoy myself, but I still have a lot to go. Mm, so. I get that. It'll probably be nice once you're all settled in, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. By once Monday hits, I'll be I'll be dope. So. Nice. Yeah, you'll probably be good on like uh, like not having to buy a million things. No. Yeah, I'm saving a ton of money. Yeah, that's so that's going to help a lot. So I'll actually have funds, which will be great. Hell yeah. Because I've had a no, cut I love cut money. cut. Oh, <laughs> don't we all? Nice. <laughs> it's like we need money, I guess, you know? <laughs> I yeah, was all money puts like the fun in funds. <laughs> fun in funds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if now that I have money, I can now finger pop assholes. With <laughs> yeah, with, there with you ease. go. I just... Give them a five dollar bill. Never do that. Wait, for wait, free. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now that you have money, you pay people to <laughs> yep. let you finger pop them. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> no, that makes sense. I guess it does. Yeah, I was thinking of like, I was thinking it was almost Having like reverse po- prostitution, where you stand in the corner <laughs> and you give people no, money. <laughs> you give them the money to do it to you. <laughs> I will pay Mommy, you five dollars like... to finger pop my ass, please. <laughs> And then I go, oh. oh! I did not do it very well that second time. I, put, I actually jammed two fingers in my mouth by accident. Instead of one. Ryan, you're putting too much effort into that. Gotta, I, I will, I, I'm going to shove my entire fist in my mouth and try it then next time. Since I tried two your fingers. shove fist in your mouth, man. I'm impressed. Uh, I don't think I'd be that. impressed. I think I'd feel a lot of shame. Just like my parents have for me. Yeah, I, w- I feel Rest shame and impressed. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> it's it's like a catch twenty two here at the at the moment. Yeah, you know, I feel a little bit. <laughs> we want to jump right into the new stuff. Or just uh, shit that we've done up. this week. The weekly catch up. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to start but, us off? Uh, Corey, go for it. Uh, me. Oh, yeah. Start yeah, off. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I'm getting swole. That's, that's the first thing. I oh yeah, I saw that. I saw your post on Instagram. Holy shit, dude! Oh, yeah, that oh, was dude. a. <laughs> you talking about the you one, the where one I, with like, the mirror? <laughs> the one the yeah. Where I had was that fake? Where I had one one mirror that was angled slightly different than the other one, so it looked like my bicep was like two inches bigger than it actually is. Yeah, I was about to say like, what the fuck, Corey? I I didn't think you would pack on that much in like a month or two. Yeah, I no. No, there's no way I could get that much on. I'm up five pounds from where I've been. That's it. That's all I've got so far. <laughs> but yeah, that's nice. just. That's I mean, like, that's still good. But you're still looking. You're looking pretty. Uh, I'm looking pretty fucking sexy, man. I, I agree. <laughs> if he if he does say so himself. <laughs> if I do say so myself, <laughs> and I see myself naked on the regular. <laughs> He just looks down and goes, "Damn!" <laughs> I just, I just periodically just remove all clothing and just look at myself for no reason. Mm, just find local mirror. Like, uh oh, uh oh, I can't resist. <laughs> find local mirror. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that no. poor. Find local mirrors in your area. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> you know, like at a bar. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, hey girl. What- Oh my god. <laughs> you know how like that, every restaurant She looking pretty fucking sexy. You're just looking at yourself. <laughs> oh damn. You know how like There's every restaurant a has a mirror apart. that makes the whole room look twice as big? It's just I'm <laughs> devastated everywhere I go. Every business wants to put a big mirror in it. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just surface level, Corey. That's like I'm just generally getting swole. There you go. Well, well I'm but, really proud of you cuz I mean, I've just been eating mozzarella sticks and I don't think that's helping a whole lot. Good on ya. you. You know you do a, you do what you love. That's another way to do it. I am what I eat, you know. <laughs> It's mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella <laughs> I am just a mozzarella stick. <laughs> yeah, you split Ryan. me in half and just some gooey mozzarella falls out of me. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Crusty on the outside, chewy on the inside. <laughs> that's Ryan. Well, that's a pretty accurate statement of who I am. <laughs> oh, shoot. It smells wait. like cheese. <laughs> yeah, he's smelling gooey I cheese. Think... Especially in, in the hot summer, it gets really messy. Oh. Hold on, wait, guys. Good lord. <laughs> um, so earlier, when Corey said, I'm Corey... Uh, we immediately derailed ourselves and we, ne- no, we never yeah. introduced ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Well, so this whole time know. we've known who Corey is. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. So that's Corey. Corey. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's Corey. Hi, I'm Corey. I'm uh, the quote-unquote Harry. host. Oops. He's Harry. I'm Harry. <laughs> yeah, that's Harry. Uh, I'm Ryan, your, your lovely dad mom. Hi, dad. Mom. Hi, mom. Thanks. Thanks, sons. <laughs> Damn mod. mod. Oh. Damn. Who wants to be the to, daughter? I don't know how to shit mom and dad. I need to have one daughter at least in my life so that I can feel pride. <laughs> it could be the final what? last uh, guest on the show. Well, no, the... And I'm Joseph. <laughs> oh, daughter. <laughs> Hello, no. hi. Guys, hi. We, already, we already have our canon places as, the, uh, as a family unit from the first season. <laughs> Oh, you're right. <laughs> Damn it. I'm Wait, a child. What was no, I? No, you're the mother. Di- I was the child. Yeah, I was Corey's mom. the director. I, that's right. Corey was the director. <laughs> the director of the show. Harry was dad. No, was Joe mom. was dad. I was the Joe kid. Was oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I fucked that all up. Don't listen yeah, to me. Yeah, all of it. Damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so for, any, for, so who, for anyone who's curious, um, and also because we're a fucking mess, um, <laughs> they, this is the fourth <laughs> season of Oh Baby a Triple. <laughs> <laughs> and to explain, this is episode two. Yeah, hello. This episode is episode two, four. Episode two, quote unquote. Um, we first season was a television show that was live. The second season was a television show that was post production. The third season was a single episode radio show that that got us kicked off the air. Um, not for, not for content, just because none of us were really members of the radio station. So they uh, kicked us out. And, yeah, they kicked us out because of that. Uh, and then this is the fourth season. Uh, Which is a podcast. This? So we're, and, we're, we're cross media is what we are. Oh yeah, get ready for season five, it's a book. Season, <laughs> season five, season five is, is a, it's, it's is a, a play novel. to read. <laughs> it's an adventure it's a, novel. <laughs> It's a, it's a visual novel. <laughs> it's all visual. We get, we get, we went we from get, entirely we audio have... podcast to an entirely visual medium. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! You have to read. You have to read, and there's photos that a, uh, that go with it. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus we Christ! Turn, we turn into a fiction-based graphic novel. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Then then we have the comic series that Harry's going to be writing for yeah. it. You know. I'm going to make a yeah. Oh Baby the graphic series. <laughs> I don't even. I mean, all right, we can do that. Adventure Zone exists. That's oh, baby. true. That's oh true. Baby the dishwasher. That's what it is. 
<laughs> Start selling products for GM now. You could just open up your dishwasher and oh baby a triple is just in there. It's just four of us are in the dishwasher. <laughs> it's just a big it's a big box and we were all sitting there with wet rags and we just scrubbed the dishes. <laughs> yep. And it's just an hour of that. Yeah, only it's only <laughs> It's only an hour. We only do it for an hour. They sometimes we sometimes shoot the shit, just like talk about whatever. But it's like it's not actually about that. All the, it's actually about us washing dishes. All the joy and love of a podcast in your kitchen dishwasher. <laughs> yep. Oh god. Just fucking. Uh, so I really wanted to talk about Owl Boy. Okay. Um, well, just for the first time. Oregon? Yeah, because we definitely haven't talked about it before. Oh, <laughs> in a oh previous yeah, that's right. episode that maybe that's... shit went down. Um, so I, I finished Owlboy, and I think that game is absolutely fantastic. Um, visually, it's stunning, and I think where it stands out most is the characters. And the characters really build up the story, too. And I don't know if you've played it yet, Harry. Um, uh, I only played, like, the very beginning of it. Okay, one of my favorite characters is Twig, and I think if you play the game, you'll find out why. He's got a really awesome, like, disposition. He's a very character. I, yeah, he's a you know what, character. surprisingly, um... Does I, he lose a leg? Maybe. No. <laughs> you can, okay, God. you could say, in a very skewed way, he amputates his identity. Emotionally. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, Chief. No, don't worry. You, if you play the game, you'll... You, you'll see the, the random skew of it. Uh, <laughs> I'll get to, like, the part, and I'll be like, so that's what he meant. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, no one's going to get it until they play it, and then they go, oh, oh, yeah, may, oh maybe, yeah. Like, All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what Are you going to make shitpost videos about Owlboy soon enough? <laughs> um, I don't... Owlboy isn't really a medium for shitposting. Although, that does yeah, mean that art. there is an opening for shitposting for Owlboy that I, anyone has yet to fill. <laughs> you found your niche. <laughs> there you go. I found that spot, that hole I need to fill. Uh, not only Every, in the internet, everything is, but in my you, heart. Everything is memeable. Everything. Absolutely. Yeah, every, everything, everything is a hole that you can fill. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a hole's a hole. Hey man, a hole is a hole. <laughs> no, I mean. But yeah, the game is fantastic. The art is amazing. Uh, for like a pixel game art, all the characters have like a lot of animation to them. Like, yeah, their that facial was, expressions, surprisingly. That was my biggest takeaway from the like hour that I played it, was just how gorgeous that game was. Like everything about it. Oh yeah, it was, and the orchestration. It was a very pretty game. Absolutely, and um, it's like got a full band like it's not midi sounds it's an actual like group of people playing sheet music all together in a room uh Mm. uh, it just makes the world so alive and it's one of those things where like the owl boy like nailed the pixel art genre just a video game hell yeah Uh. Of video game. Of, of all of, of all of video of game. All video game ever. Should have given the Pope Owlboy TBH. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just don't want to dig that up again, but <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh I also want to talk about Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh and just Tina Fey in general. Uh yes. because yeah. 
from SNL to 30 Rock to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Ah, I just absolutely love everything Tina Fey writes. And Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt Season 4 is no exception to that rule. Yeah, no. Tina Fey is probably one of the best female comedian writers uh, on television. Or even in general, because, I mean, even Mean Girls. This is such a well-written movie, and it's all Tina Fey. Oh, yeah. It's 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 fantastic. I love that movie. She's got, I think, a unique pace to her comedy I love. It's it's different. Like, you know how uh, when someone writes a movie or someone writes a uh, skit, they try to jam every sentence with a joke, and it doesn't work? Because you're yeah. like, oh, well, these jokes fall flat. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. And they, they suck. They make the whole thing kind of worse. I don't know how Tina Fey managed to, to, like, jam a joke into every sentence and make it work mm-hmm. really well. And, and even, doesn't... like, subtle background things, too. Like, you, if you notice, like, weird little quirky things in the background. Yes, like, absolutely love. It's like, so there's just, not only it's just in the writing, but it's also just visually when you see it. It just, mm-hmm. it, it's like you notice it. And it's and her... great. Her greatest com- contribution to television is uh, Titus Andromeda. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> Absolutely. I love him. I love him so much. You met him. I did meet him. I got to. I went to a um, a wine signing uh, <laughs> where he was he was selling his Pinot Noir wine, and he was <gasps> signing the bottles. <laughs> oh my god! And I, and I went and I got a signed bottle of Pinot Noir. That is oh, yeah. amazing. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life. <sighs> Titus Andromeda is, like, the greatest, like, one of my favorite characters in television, period. I don't, yeah, and like, I don't know if it's so much Tina Fey's, it is just Titus Andromeda. Yeah, like, yeah. He is just fantastic. He pulls the character through. And I feel like he's, I follow his Instagram, and it's like, he's like that in real life. Yeah. He just kind of <laughs> shows up on set. <laughs> And just kind of reads the paper like uh, Titus, like himself would. It's and like it, he just it's walks. Like... He just walks on set and just like, there you go. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> he doesn't act. <laughs> he just is. <laughs> I love characters like that too. It's like, mm. I, I think a lot of Tina Fey's characters are like that when she writes them. Like, yeah. um, what's her name? Who's like plays every fifty-year-old soccer mom no 50 year old mom who wants to be like young again and pretends to be young i can never uh, remember I the actress i don't know name. the actor's name i know but, who you're talking about uh i know oh, fuck it's on the tip of my tongue i know that name basically everyone on the show kind of amy something plays no, the not perfect amy puller amy puller's great too though she is good yeah but the ca- the casting i think tina fey nails it yeah, yeah. um just, it's just the cast and the characters and the writing and just everything about that show was awesome. And I'm I am sad that it is that it's over. It is over. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, Kimmy Schmidt is like one of my favorite shows that I've like watched in years, uh, and I cried watching the finale. <laughs> <laughs> I so, uh, so there's that. <laughs> I I went back and started rewatching it again. So I, I'm yeah, back I'm again at like season two. <laughs> I think I actually might go back to 30 Rock. I uh, 30 Rock was the first show I binge-watched. Um, and I felt so, like, special watching it. I felt like, mm-hmm. um, this is my thing. No one else in my family watches this show, and this is, like, my one thing that I have to, like, binge-watch. And I was mm-hmm. very sad when it was over, but I, will have to, I do have to say she ended it... 30 Rock, she ended perfectly. Yeah. 
like fucking th- yeah, that was 30 years finale. into the future, 40 years in the future, where like Tina Fey's kid is like, Tina Fey's got children and her grandchild is working for NBC now. Uh, absolutely. Is that 30 Rock? <clears throat> yeah, 30 Rock's last episode been, is like. It's been a very, very long time since I've seen 30 Rock. It was like, like literally high school. Just the finale episode was like that. But it was great. So, moving on to my lower on my list. Um, Frozen 2 looks lit AF. Um, yeah, really pretty. <laughs> did you guys all see the trailer? I, I did. I did yeah, watch the trailer. Um, I, have, I still haven't seen the first Frozen, and I'm probably not going to go see Frozen 2. <laughs> I'll, I'm, tell you, I'm... I'll tell you what, my first impression was it looks like a superhero movie. I mean, that definitely gets my interest a lot more <laughs> than another Yeah, yeah it's like, it's like, the first Frozen was like a, it, it was fine. Like, I, it was like a yeah. decent movie. It had some pretty stuff going on. Overall, it was like, just fine. This movie looks a lot more dramatic and like a, in a sort of kinetic way, I guess. Like, it looks like there's going to be more action going on. And it's not really all that snowy. It's like fall. Yeah, Which it looks like it's interesting. I mean, the whole the whole end of the first Frozen was, hey, uh, I can control the weather again, where it, love makes everything warm again. So it's Wait. like, so at least she has more control of her oh, power. So you know what? I think it's not going to be like endless that. winter, I would assume. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense yeah, that mm-hmm. she kind of has a little bit more understanding and control so she doesn't let everything become frozen wasteland again. Because that would be really stupid and it would go back on like her entire character development from the first movie. Right. But I wasn't like yeah. huge into Frozen. Like I was the one no, person in the nah, theater yeah. that was just like, "Ah, eh, it's fine." And I was a little bit leaning more towards the I don't think this is my cup of tea thing. And this is like the one Disney movie it wasn't really gelling with me. And right. I felt bad because everyone attacked me immediately. It was like, <laughs> "You're like you have you suck." And I'm like, "Dude, I I just don't think it's that good. I think it's fine. It's not a terrible movie. It's just there's." It's not, it's not my kind of movie, but it's fine. I'm alright with it. If you don't like Disney, if you don't, is bad. if you don't like, I don't like that one Disney movie. Therefore, I hate all of them. Wow. That's exactly how it works. I, I mean, I love those, Big, okay. I love Big Hero Six, and then I got attacked for loving Big Hero Six, but not liking Frozen. Because literally, someone's like, "Oh, so you like this, but you don't like Frozen?" I'm like, "What the fuck do you want from me?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> They're like two completely different movies. Exactly, and I'm like in every possible way. Absolutely, like, yeah. Big Hero Six didn't even have like, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, Fall Out Boy had like a song in it, but it was not a musical. <laughs> yeah, like, Fall Out and, Boy I, had and, a song in it. It's been a long yeah. time since and, I've seen that was, movie. Um, and Big Hero Six, yeah, yeah that was like, a big you don't thing. remember that? No, I haven't Fall seen it since it came out. Um, Immortals, yeah, no, it was Immortals like was it was like the, from, uh, it was the Big Hero Six, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. That's incredible. It's a, if you rewatch it, if you hit the uh, end credits of the movie, that is the follow up. Oh, they play song. it again. Yeah. That's amazing. And, I mean, they played it in the middle of the movie, too. They do. They like, do play When they got the their powers and stuff like that, and they were just trying to figure them all out. Yeah, it was, it was, like it was the montage scene. Oh, I was, I was about to ask if it was the montage song. Yep. Yeah, it was the montage song. They, I, have list, I have watched that specific part many times over just because, like, <laughs> I really like the song. I, uh, Yeah, no, I like the song a lot. Yeah. I mean, I I love 
I mean, I'm, I'm interested with Frozen 2. I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to give it a chance because I want to give Frozen that chance because I felt really bad that I didn't love Frozen because I thought it was going to be curated especially for me because I'm like, it's going back to Disney musicals. I fucking love Disney musicals and all this other stuff. <laughs> and I put a lot of expectations on it. And then what I saw it, I was like, oh, I think this is whatever. Like, there were some moments I didn't like as it went along. But I want Frozen 2 to be really good, and I'm hopeful. And I would like to enjoy it. So I'm hoping maybe the second movie around, I'll actually maybe enjoy a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So I'm just hoping... I just kind of want them to do something different, because my like Frozen was too much like Tangled. If you watch Tangled, you saw Frozen. It's practically the same movie, um, in my opinion. There's a lot yeah, of similarities. A lot of that. the same plot points, plot beats. I mean, it's the trio where it's like the animal, the girl, and the boy, and they go mm -hmm. on an adventure, and the animal's really cutesy and acts, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I hate him. you know, and then it's like, I hate Olaf. Yeah. So <laughs> God, Olaf the Snowman. He, I, I didn't care much for Olaf. I actually, no, actually, I, I hated the, like, the rock trolls more. Listen, the rock I trolls. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I fucking remember them. Wait, yeah, those, those guys were bad. Those, oh, I forgot that yeah, was a thing yeah, in Frozen. Yeah. There's rock trolls in the movie that are yeah, the no, only suck. ones that have like magic abilities that are yeah. able to heal like the frozen well, heart you, of somebody. You know what they were? They were just plot points. Um, yeah, they were. They really had no bearing in the movie. Oh, other and they than... had the worst song in the entire movie, which was <laughs> Fixer Upper. I fucking hate Fixer Upper. There's a scene where like one of them's talking about oh, pissing. Oh, yeah, fuck. I remember And I was like, Ew, why are we talking about pissing? Rock pissing. Rock yeah. troll piss. Oh, and yeah. I was like, Eef. It was really bad, like, shallow, comedic, yeah, it was humor. A bad look. It was not look, very good. It, I do have it to say, took I me liked... way out of the movie. <laughs> it took you... Oh, yeah. I do have to say, I liked Olaf when he played Gay LeFou. Um, I think that was the only time... Oh, Josh... Yeah, I, Josh Gad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Josh Gad was fine as, like, LeFou in, like, Beauty and the Beast remake in the live-action yeah. one. Like, he was fine. Oh, he played that guy? Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> you know, I didn't have too much of a problem with right? Olaf. I, th I, did, I did think Olaf was, like, a little annoying, but I, I definitely don't hate him as much as Joe did. No, yeah, I absolutely fucking hated Olaf, and he, like, <laughs> practically ruined that movie. Oh, Joe, by the Damn. way, my brothers think you love Joe. You love Olaf. <laughs> Wait, I told my brothers you love Olaf. In Why? Fact, Why? I told them it was your favorite character, and they all said I can see it. <laughs> Why the fuck would you say that? That is the that is actually a lie. That is a bold faced lie. I was gonna say it. That. I was gonna take it back, but they all believed it so hard. I just left it. Yeah, He's awful. He's so bad. I'm sorry. It just I am offended. So it just stuck so good. This is slander. Oh man! It is, yeah, it is slander. It's definitely slander. <laughs> How dare you! But yeah, Frozen uh, Two. Um, I looked, it looks pretty good. Um, it, it has yeah, so, it I actually looks feel like really good. Like that water. So many hero. Yeah, the, the water, the water really too. Good. The first thing I thought was that that water animation looks real good. Yeah, like the animation in the trailer was like super top notch. Where I was like, dang, this yeah, is definitely really good looking. Like I was like really visually astounded by it. So that I was kind of like, okay, well, this is. At least it looks really good, but I mean, mm -hmm. what do you expect with Disney? I mean, come on. Yeah, because so, yeah. like, the one thing I'm anticipating Frozen 2 to do, because I felt like the first Frozen was very, like, surface level with its characters, and yeah. that's why I found myself not really getting invested that much. Like, you had the main heroine, you had kind of mm -hmm. the anti-hero, you had the love interest, yeah. you had, like, a comedy character, and then you had the villain. Right. And besides mm -hmm. that, like... 
they they didn't really serve a purpose beyond that, and I found myself like not giving a shit. Whereas this movie looks like they're a little more involved on like a personal level. Yeah. Again, it's just a two minute trailer with like very little dialogue. Yeah. So we really don't have a yeah. good like taste yeah. for the characters. But because you know we had our bullshit first movie, so yeah. now with the second movie we can develop them. I, yeah. That's what, I'm, what hoping I'm hoping for because when I was watching the first Frozen, the fir- like when you were saying like the characters are very surface level. For me, all yeah. I could think of is oh, holy crap, Anna is just Rapunzel, and then Flynn Rider is just Kristoff, and like I, that's yeah, all I yeah. could think of throughout the whole movie was wow, this character is just that said character, and it doesn't help that also the director of Tangled was the director of Frozen as well, so it was like they just carried a lot and copied and pasted, so it felt really lazy in that level, so I do actually agree completely with you, Joe, on that one where it's like, they. I hope they develop a little bit more, and I hope they do a little bit more yeah, with them. Yeah, I really do, They yeah. kind of, Joe. They kind yeah. of do, take part Wait, away. I was just yeah. gonna say if in Frozen 2 they come out and they're like, they give Olaf just this like really amazing character arc. Would, it, <laughs> would they be able, would it be possible for them to redeem him in your eyes? I don't believe it, but we are very much open to the possibility. And like, what someday... if they hardcore murdered him in the opening <laughs> scene? <laughs> I mean, like, I, mean like, I wouldn't mind God, that. Like a uh, good fella's level of bloody gross murder. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't mind that. As gross, a, as gross of a murder as a pile of snow. They just fucking yeah, you, like you kill you kill a pile of snow and sticks by melting him, and it's just this brutal, awful murder. What you if... just hear Josh Gad screaming as he just melts. <laughs> what if they do like another sequel, and it's called Frozen Three? Uh, okay, but it takes place like two hundred years in the future, and everyone's dead except Olaf because he's a magic snowman. Uh, it's like real. It's like real fucked up, and it's just like grumpy Dude. old man Olaf, and he's like real fucked I, up, and he's living in like this frozen wasteland. Well, old man I don't Olaf. want that. I don't want any of that. Uh, At I that know point, I... if like if Frozen Three does that, I will just not see wait, the movie. Wait, but Joe, wait, take... Joe, but he has a gun. <laughs> Harry, I'll take oh, your. Come on, Harry. That's... <laughs> Harry, I'll, I'll take... I mean, I'm a pr- like that sounds chaotic enough where. That's maybe something I'd watch on like a stream rental. Dude, I will fucking slam down $10 right on the table right goddamn now to watch Olaf with a gun in the post-apocalyptic wasteland of the day after tomorrow where it's just the winter wonderland of hell. And he fights off the wolves as directed by Roland Emmerich. <laughs> There's a shot of a single wolf like laying down on the ground. The rest of his pack is dead. And Olaf like oh. leans in and he's like, You feeling lucky, punk? Oh, he's uh, he's gotta have I dirty Harry's it. Magnum. He just blows him away with a giant fucking magnum. Half of his arm rips off for comedic relief. <laughs> and then you just throw under a bazinga and a laugh track. <laughs> no warm hugs for you. <laughs> I just oh, do not fuck he, he just has a cig- he has a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He's like, "Ah, so la vista, motherfucker!" <laughs> just blows some fucker away. Ugh. So um, I have a I-, I have a projected hope for this movie. Okay, and I I hope it sees out. So in the trailer, we see you know Elsa uses the ice, but we see a spot where like someone's moving the wind. It looks like and picking someone up with it. So I hope. That, like, maybe there's someone else who, like, moves the earth. Maybe there's someone else who controls the water. 
And then maybe there's like one person who's like the chosen one who can do all of the elements at the same time. I would not be upset if it was a new Avatar movie. If they if they were like, yo, actually Frozen's in the Avatar the Last Airbender universe, I would actually shit my pants in the theater. (laughs) It would be like, yo, what's that smell? It's Ryan's astonishment. TV show Avatar? Yeah. Not I doubt I really doubt Navi would fly in. <laughs> or Elsa never, would go to the. Okay, but Elsa Corey, would go to Pandora. But Corey, what? Um, yeah. With Disney's purchase of Fox, oh, they shit, now have right. the Avatar movies. <laughs> oh fuck! Yo, right. Olaf gets crushed by the giant bison, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> God, he gets killed but, by Appa. <laughs> Olaf oh, pilots one of the giant mechs. Awa <laughs> Awa <laughs> takes Olaf's spirit. And turns it into uh, one of the horses from <laughs> the Avatar movies. It's, it's just the horse, but with his face. <laughs> it's got a fucking carrot nose. It's got the buck teeth and everything. <laughs> the three strands of little uh, tough hair at the top. Jeez. <laughs> I'm a horse now. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> no. Oh, jeez. There's, like, this one moment in the first Frozen that I will always remember. Uh, it's, like, Olaf first, like, flies really far for some reason. Like, he gets knocked back or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, an icicle impales him. And, like, he looks down and, like, his stupid fucking snowman face is just, like... Well, I guess I got impaled. No, and like, it's just, it was it I was that it. he was walking and talking and he wasn't paying attention. And, he st- and then he just impales himself into an icicle. And he's like, oh, I've impaled myself. And that was the joke was he just walked just into an icicle. Ryan has seen this movie eight times, Joe. <laughs> I, I, have been subje- I have been subjected to the movie at least about five times. And each time I have not found it to be as entertaining as the first. I've- I've been subjected to all of the memes like online when I used to be on Twitter, so I feel that pain. Somebody, somebody bought go, me Joe. Frozen. How about oh, Jesus Christ? Somebody bought me Frozen just so that I would like it. That doesn't help me. <laughs> that that's that, how that doesn't works. fucking help. I, yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, I'm like, why, why, why would you give me this? I got so mad that I gave myself a Charlie oh horse. Holy shit! Hey, friend, I heard you. <laughs> Wait, just now. Oh. Fuck. Just yeah, so just fucking now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow, I'm, I'm scared Wait, to bend my you, leg. What Dude, did you like? Is, I, did you just I just tensed my leg up, and it fucking gave me a Charlie horse. Dude, oh that God. Olaf is really thinking good of, to you, dude. Thinking of Olaf like physically pains Joe. <laughs> We've been talking too much about him. That's suddenly yeah, Joe's no, body's reacting. Maybe that's a good a good sign to move on from Frozen. Yeah, yeah that's a really please. good idea. My, la- right. okay, so my last bit is uh, about how awful the Oscars are, but um, I think it ties into my question I have at the end. Uh, okay. For, like the question segment, so I'm gonna I'm gonna you wanna save it for that. that. I'm okay. gonna save it for then. That's fine. And we'll move on to somebody take it. Ryan. I guess so, I'll take Ryan. it. It's me, Ryan. Okay, so uh, I literally about an hour ago just came back from the movie theater, and I nice. saw a little battle angel. Oh yeah, I re- I re- How th- was that it? movie's supposed to be good. First uh, impressions. I wanted to see okay. it. Okay. So. Okay, I would I would definitely say, I don't take this take this as you will. This is the best live action United States anime adapted movie I've ever seen. 
Ooh. Okay. But that's putting it onto a pedestal where you're up against movies like Death Note, Ghosts yeah. in the yeah. Shell. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, like, okay, I, like, I would defend I like Death, Death Note, Note to the grave. Um, Death yeah, Note? No, I, I like Death Note. I, uh, I love that I movie. didn't. I fucking hate Death Note. Uh, I think, like, okay, you have to be okay, going into it with the like, right mindset. It, yeah. That's the Final thing. Destination. Like if, expecting... if you watch it as Final Destination, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the thing. Like it's a it's a different adaptation, but I think it's still a fun movie. Yeah, I I have had I to defend it. my appreciation for that movie many times, and I always yeah, I always all uh, I all I ever have to say is there's a sex scene where they reach over and stroke the Death Note <laughs> while they're fucking. <laughs> like, I, I like, love it like, so much. I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> Oh, don't, careful! Don't give yourself a Charlie horse. <laughs> I know I don't want to give myself a Charlie horse over here. I and hate. I like me. I'm sorry. I liked L in that movie. I fucking hated it. I hated everything about it. Like L, no, I, loved, I did not like the cast. I love I, that movie. Listen, I, d- I specifically really love the gore in that movie. I think oh yeah, it's like the guy at the fun. beginning who gets it's... his head decapitated. I thought, like... I, dude, I fucking laughed so hard I peed. It no, was it was so that's it. It was so good. Like it was just so over it the top not. and was... ridiculous. I don't know. It I feel like we were so looking for dumb. different things in this movie, Brian. I, I think we were. I think you we know were. what? Also, I think I... Um, Harry Joe. We saw it at the same time, and we all knew we were gonna like yeah. laugh at this movie at the same we time. All, we oh, all yeah. watched it together with a very specific purpose. Actually, yeah. the the chase scene where like L is chasing um uh light mm. when they like he was just shoving people out of the way and just like bashing into stuff and <laughs> jumping out of tables onto people's like dinner and yeah. shit. I was it laughing was so fucking hard. <laughs> I was like I, I was like I couldn't breathe. I had to pause it and I was like, this is the best scene in the whole movie. And it is supposed to be this intense chase, but it was the fucking goofiest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And I loved it. That's why. So it's that a great was the movie. one scene I will absolutely defend in Death Note was that was the chase scene between uh, Light and L. That was incredible. That was so good. That was so no, bad. Like, it was I hilarious. Um, but uh, I loved a, all that movie. But I guess Alita Battle Angel. I guess I'm gonna talk a little bit also about the manga because I did read three volumes of the manga before going to see this movie. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put this out here: the manga is way better. It makes I mean, more sense, yeah. obviously, when they get into aspects of the story, how it flows a little bit better. Um, you know, Alita in the manga is a lot younger, so a lot of the fathery aspects of the movie makes a little bit more sense there. Whereas here, she's like a she's like a sixteen year old or so, mm-hmm. but she has like the attitude of like a child, so it's like really bizarre and it doesn't really work. And all the kids in the movie are a lot older than they are in the manga, so. It's a little weird, uh, and honestly, I think it works better in the manga, so I'm just going to put that out there, but I admire this movie a little bit, mm-hmm. because at least there were moments where I said, oh shit, that is like a direct rip from the manga, and it's awesome, and I was like, great, that's that's really well done, unlike a lot of these other ones that you've seen, where they don't even like acknowledge a lot of scenes, or they take a lot of liberties with it, this mm-hmm. one actually like attempts to adapt the manga even though the events leading up to it aren't the same or they will uh you know they'll trim things out or they'll kind of cut parts yeah they'll like they'll kind of like take parts from early on in the manga and make it later in the movie or you know or whatever later parts in the manga and put it a little earlier in the movie you know things like that and Mm. they go across like a decent amount 
I kind of respected that, though, and I was like, well, this is kind of nice, so if you're a fan of the manga, you're going to notice and recognize moments and scenes and things where you're like, oh, yeah, that was in there. That Yeah, they're doing this now. So that in and of itself is really good, and I, I was, like, actually really happy about that. Um, for the most part, everything visually looks pretty good, but... Pretty dang good. Uh, it's Uh-oh. Alita's anime eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling it, you were going to that. There are moments where when the camera is far back or she's squinting, it looks fine. But then when she opens her eyes wider, they look fucking goofy. And you're like, ugh. And sometimes when the it's camera's like super close, uh, it, it, it is because everybody else is like normal. And she's the only uh, fully CGI character, really. Because everybody, at least they keep their face normal, but their robot body might be CG. But like... For the most so part, she's like 100%. She's 100% mo-capped. And I was like, you could have easily have made Alita, like, where they had a, uh, her realistic, like, head, and then they just kept her body CG or something like that, or whatever. But she's wearing clothes over it all the time, but they're all motion-captured clothes, too. But they have, like, also legitimate clothes that are, like, real when they're just sitting there on a pile. So it looks really weird. I don't know. Like, I guess it is like it's some... interesting from like a, a visual standpoint or a marketing standpoint, but like I'm also just like it, the anime damn, eyes. Those really are kinda... like very. Those are very CG eyes. They are her absolutely eyes bigger at one point. Didn't they actually like shrink them down from their original design? I I don't probably. know. They probably did because there were again there were moments where I wasn't thinking about it and it was fine, but then there were moments where suddenly something would happen and my focus would go right to the eyes and go ugh. And then there's a moment where they zoom into the eyes many times, so that gets really weird. So you're like, ugh. And I, I don't know. I have to say, though, uh, um, I, the eyes, I have, obviously I haven't seen the movie, but based on the trailers, the eyes didn't really bother me because it was kind of like that was the idea. Is they're supposed to look yeah. unnatural? Because she's like yeah, a human I mean, that's a robot. Right, right. So it was kind of like, it was like with Ready Player One where everything kind of looked uncanny. But it was kind of yeah, like, yeah. that's the it, point. It's very, it, it, that is a very good point, and it is very much like that. Um, a lot of the visual, like visually, you know how like Ready Player One was a pretty visually competent movie, and it was really, it was good looking at least. Yeah, I agree. Like, Alita Battle Angel is exactly the same on mm. a visual level. Um, I also kind of think that the dialogue is a little ropey, uh, because personally, I'm going to admit something. I think James Cameron's a great director. I don't think he's a good writer, though. And it goes to show in some of this dialogue that he has, where they're like, where he's, you know, where they're like, you know, the only thing I love is you. And it's like, you know, they'll say, like, things that are, like, something that you would hear out of the fucking Star Wars prequels from, like, you know, the I hate sand scenes or something like that. They would have some real hokey dialogue in there. Um, Should I I bring back the ultimate intimacy? (laughs) (laughs) No, we can leave that in the last episode. Um, there's actually something they also yeah. adapted from the manga that I didn't really care from the manga, but there's instant insta love in the movie where literally the character sees a boy and goes, I love that boy. And it's in the manga, oh. unfortunately. So it's a problem in the manga, but it's, it's, they kept it in the movie and literally she locks eye with, eyes with the boy and she's like, I love him. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, if, see, if only, was, if only it was actually that easy. I know, right? We wouldn't have to worry about finding love. I know. If you could Um, just look look at them. Yeah. Uh, There there is one thing that I will admit that I think is 
consistently good throughout this whole movie, and it's the action scenes. All yeah. the action scenes yeah, those looked good. are very good. Like, I think there is one action scene in particular, and it's the motorball scene, which is a sport that they play in the movie. It is probably Wasn't by far the, the best fucking action scene in the entire movie, hands down, and I was like, that was the most invested I felt. I was like, holy shit, that was like exhilarating to sit through. So, I honestly, for the price of admission, go watch it, literally just to watch the motorball scene on the big screen. I saw this in IMAX 3D as well, and surprisingly enough, the 3D was actually really good, and I hate 3D, mm. I, I so heard, this was actually really good. I heard a lot of people said, like, if you're gonna go see this movie, see it in 3D. Yeah. Actually, yeah, because it's like pretty much one hundred percent CG movie, right? Uh, yeah, for the most part, like, for um, like the scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, because that would make sense th- to me. There's a lot of CG in the film, um, except obviously it's a lot of the actor. All the actors are pretty much there, except for maybe the exception of like a couple. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, um, but yeah, for the most part, uh, this is a really big CG project. I mean, it's a big budgeted movie. I think this is probably my favorite when it comes to anime at adapted movies and. I mean, it's fun, but I wouldn't go as far as to say I love the movie. There's still things I didn't care for. There's still things that I think they could fix. Um, mm. Obvious, And also, the movie just kind of ends. I'm not going to say anything, but it just kind of ends, and it's sequel bait. It's hard sequel bait. They, oh, they yeah. expect this movie to make big top-dollar numbers, and they're making a second movie, absolutely. So they are they are putting all their chips on the table for that one. So I'll see where it goes because I'm actually willing to go see a sequel for this, and I I'm actually kind of interested to know what they're going to do next. But what we got thus far, I think it's competent, it's decent, and it's better than m- most of the anime adapted films I've seen. And I wouldn't, but I wouldn't go as far as to go. Yes, this shit was perfect. This is the gold standard. So yeah, yeah. I'll, pro- I'll probably see. go see it soon. Yeah, so I, have um, that, I, but, uh, I have that AMC but, Movie Pass thing. So yeah, uh, um, yeah. Take a well weekend, go see it. Yeah, check it out. It's, I mean, it's not, it's it's fun, uh, and don't go into it expecting pure art. I guess you know. Oh dang, that, <laughs> Just that's going... exactly what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, don't don't expect like a Schindler's pure, Fist or you pure know art from the guys <laughs> that made. Um... <laughs> Avatar, Planet and, Terror, and Spy Kids. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no. Um, it was fun. I I had a good time. So that was a that was a fun little romp. But I also do recommend as well Battle Angel Alita the manga. It's very good, and I plan to finish that because it was really freaking good. I liked that manga a whole lot. So I was reading that this weekend as well. So I know that's for part a of fact. my. Week Spy rack, Kids rack. is an artistic masterpiece. Dude, those <laughs> I thumbs? Love, I love Spy Kids. I mean, with those... lines like, does God stay in heaven? Because maybe he too is <laughs> <laughs> what he's created. Dude, that's, it's perfect. It's I a beautiful I fucking line. loved Island of Lost Dreams when that shit came out. That movie was the best. Yeah, I saw that movie when, like, I actually took a half day in school when to go see that movie when it came out. Yeah, I remember dude. that. I went with my like, cousins, I, and then I saw Spy Kids 3D like literally five times in theaters when I was a kid. Damn, wow. Joe's a diehard fan. Oh yeah, when I was a kid, those were those movies were my shit. I, Spy Kids 3D was about a video game. I had to rent it only my, to see Spy Kids 3D. My favorite part in Spy Kids 3D was when they bring their grandpa into the game. And then he can walk yes. again, yes. and he's like, 
all right, bye guys, and he chases a butterfly and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, dude, it was good. It dude, was very good. Khan from Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan, runs off to chase a butterfly. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh, and Sylvester Calzone is in it, too. <laughs> yeah, he did uh, it yeah, like seven like, times. Uh, he was the uncle, or he... Yeah, he, he was, was like, the, uh, the grandpa. Oh, and George Clooney's the president, so therefore it's the best movie ever. <laughs> I thought it was pretty great when Elijah Wood showed up for like <laughs> and dies. ten seconds and then fucking dies. <laughs> that was the Not only that, way. but they made him like ten feet tall. <laughs> yeah, they made him this huge deal and then they just killed him. <laughs> yep, yep. It was great. What a good fucking movie. So yeah, if you love Spy Kids 3D, go see Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it that's at that. That's a good sell. That's, that's the a good end sell. of that. But yeah, solid. Uh, I mean, I'd probably give it roughly about a five, maybe six out of ten. I mean, that's average to above average. Like where it's like, all right, yeah, it's, uh, yeah all right. right, right. You know, it's, I mean, I wouldn't say that's that's bad. I would say five or six out of ten. That's not bad. That's that's average. It's fine. It's a it's a fine movie. It's middle of the road for me. There's the things I love. There's Ryan. things I'm like. Eh. I like the image of Ryan making that noise during the whole film. Just going, ah! Just Aaliyah ah. talks, and he goes, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> She talks, she, you know, she she burps, and I'm like, ah! ah. So yeah, uh, I also watched uh, Doom Patrol on the DC streaming service. I saw episode one, the pilot dropped uh, yesterday. How was hmm. it? And uh, I, I dug it. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was nice. decent. Um. I would I would definitely say it's it's gotten a lot of high praise uh, beyond belief. It's got like a ninety something percent on Rotten Tomatoes and shit. It's like this is where everyone says if you don't have a DC streaming service, this is the reason to drop seven dollars for it. Uh, but I have a free oh, trial, so Titans? I don't care. Yeah, I, apparently, apparently. Um, but although I heard a lot of good things about Titans, uh, that... come on, he says fuck Batman. How could you? Not? <laughs> Dude, the fuck Batman memes were legendary. Um, but when I saw the promotions for Doom Patrol, I was like, this looks really bad. I don't think this is going to be very good. But um, honestly, it was a much better uh, episode than I thought it was, uh, hmm. that I thought it was going to be. Um, Brennan Fraser plays as uh, Robot Man, and he's pretty much the central focus of the first episode. He's kind of like the crux of most of the episode one. Um, it really goes a lot into his character. He's like the well, most well-defined character in episode one, for sure. And I, I think in the other episodes, they're going to explore on the other characters a lot more. But I really fucking love Brennan Fraser in this show. He is amazing I, as Robot Man. I have a question. Yeah. So the show has uh, Robot Man, and it also has Cyborg, and that seems kind of redundant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, yes, I agree. I um, but Cyborg was not in the first episode. Okay. So uh, he has not been introduced yet. I was, uh, was going to ask if like, in the show? yeah, they have it has Robot Man and Cyborg in the same show. Which I reason. feel like Cyborg should have oh, been in okay. Titans. Yeah, yeah that would have made more sense. The show doesn't need two token robot people. Right, <laughs> two but, token uh, robots. I feel like they're both gonna have the same arc. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, probably they really are. Well, well, Robot Man, like Robot Man's arc is that he loves to fuck people that aren't his wife. Oh, um, wow. yeah, he oh, he's good. like this skeezy, sleazy <laughs> like asshole. Brendan Fraser. He uh, there's lots of scenes where Brendan Fraser is just banging women, and it's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, 
And I was like, oh, oh my, oh my God, God, this is just a hardcore sex scene. And I'm I like, just... but it's with Brendan Fraser. And I'm like, dude, Brendan Fraser's kind of chunky and weird looking now. So it's like, oh, I, like I don't believe the this. The only reason Brendan Fraser hopped on board is because a bunch of sex scenes were written for him. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Because there's some, there's some titty and there's a lot of thrusting. And you see Brendan Fraser's ass. Oh, is thrusting. it good ass? Oh, or is it it's like... Thr- you see him thrusting. Like, you see oh, his ass thrusting. You Wait, see the clench. It's... Is it, like is it, it zooms... his Brendan Fraser ass or his robot ass? <laughs> it's his Brendan Fraser ass Damn. before he becomes robot ass. That's weird. Damn. Um, so this we show, need, I, it was like, I need robot it, ass to compare though. Like I'll when, a, once, once they, once they started ass. busting out like the Brendan Fraser character, the f bombs and the sex scenes started piling on top of each other. I was like, holy fuck, this is a lot to take in. <laughs> um, so that was a little. A uh, lot. It was a lot. So, um, yeah, but like, like essentially, uh, the first like the first episode focuses on him on how he, you know, you you think how he uh, gets his robot body is because he gets in an accident while on a racetrack because he's a race driver. He wants to be like a the best race car driver. And there's this crash because he sees like his wife fondling the one of the dudes that like helps his car out and stuff like that. And he's like, you're fucking my wife. And then he crashes into another car and like the car crashes into him. And stuff. <laughs> Wait, how did he, he see that while he was driving a race car? Yeah, <laughs> because he's, he looks over off to Wait. the side and just sees her doing That's not how that works. He's like, like they're talking on the headset and suddenly he looks over and then she's like, yeah, I'm doing him. And like, so that's like the wife goes into the microphone and starts saying, oh yeah, I'm doing him. And it's great. And then he's like, what? And he looks over, he's like, you're fucking my wife. And she like grabs his dick. And then he's like, he like legitimately like crashes a car. Does he like lean out of the window? And like, you're no, fucking no, no, my no, wife. No, 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 he doesn't. It's no, he crash. doesn't. He, he just screams it in the car while he's driving at high velocity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, it's weird. So, Sounds um, like a lot. And then he wakes up, and then he's with Timothy Dalton, and Dalton's like, yo, I put your brain in, um, in this robot, man, so now you're a robot boy. And then he's like, what the fuck? And he doesn't remember anything, so he's trying to remember his memories, but he, remember his, he remembers his daughter, and uh, he has to try to get his motor functions back and stuff. So a lot of it's actually really good drama at that point where it's like him trying to remember who he was and kind of the kind of father. And it shows that he cares about his daughter. So for me, this was like the best aspect of the show was that it wasn't afraid to dive into those like dramatic stuff. And it did it really, really well. Like I think it did it really well across the board with a lot of the characters actually. Um, The show kind of embraces its weird shit. Like it's not afraid to just kind of be weird. And I kind of liked that it was like, hey, we're weird, and we like that. So, I mean, so that was really fun. I mean, most of the show is really tongue-in-cheek. It's the There's a narrator that's really quippy and makes fun of, like, saying, you know, that's just really breaking the fourth wall, kind of poking fun at, like, the superhero genre. And it's just like, oh, this is another bullshit, you know, superhero story, huh? Just what you want, another one, you know? And it's, like, kind of funny, and it parodies kind of that aspect of it. But I, I kind of liked that. It was kind of like, oh, okay, so it's it's not taking itself too seriously. So it is having some fun. Um, again, the characters are really well-defined. So I think there's things I like about it, but the big things I don't care much for in this show is really just um, the visual effects. They look horrible. Yeah, I was going to oh. ask, is Robot Man, is he like a CGI character or is he like an actual? No, he is not. Like it's practical. it's an actual physical character that's so there. Uh, all the characters are hmm. all physical, like except they, for one. Well, how do they do like the robot man without making it look like shit though? 
Um, surprisingly enough, it's just the way that the show is lit. Like, it's kind of like, it has, like, kind of, like, this darky kind of, like, shade kind of, you know, look. So it's not, like, it's outright brightly overlit, like, like a comedy where, like, everything's super bright and you can see everything yeah. really well. Um, so it's not, like, Kimmy Schmidt, like, well lit. <laughs> it's kind of, like, more shrouded in, like, kind of, like, shadows and darkness. So the yeah. suit doesn't look nearly as bad in, like, uh, like when it's, like, sunny outside or anything like that. But, well, when it's sunny outside, you see see it more clearly. But it doesn't look terrible, actually. It okay. surprisingly looks okay enough. Hmm. Um, I kind of liked it. And I thought it was charming. And it's better than a CGI robot, personally. I was kind of happy they didn't do yeah, it. Because I'll tell bad. you, the re- <laughs> It would have been terrible because all the other like CGI special effects in this movie looked bad. Oh, sorry, in the show, it not movie. If it was a movie, it'd have a much better budget. Uh, and oh, it would yeah, probably have better like a effects. Physical ass suit, interesting. Yeah, it's it's not bad looking actually in the show, um, but when they bust out that CGI, it looks bad. Like a car swerves off the road and bashes into like something and it's supposed to explode but it turned into like cgi fire and i was like oh ew <laughs> and it was like clearly bad like it didn't look very good oh, no. um and there was some re- there's a lot of ropey ass effects uh and some of the comedy is pretty hit and miss there's some moments that are really funny and then there's moments where it's like eh, all right that joke kind of didn't really stick the landing mm-hmm. um alan tudyk is also the main villain of the show uh, he got introduced. His he's pretty much all special effects and CG except for part of his face because half his face is cut off. So oh, good. It looks kind of weird, and again, it goes alongside with the bad special effects. So you're like, oh, mm, okay. But I'm I, I'm happy to see Alan Tudyk doing something, and I was like, oh, Alan Tudyk. And so it's a good cast. You have a great cast. You have really fun characters. You have pretty some decent comedy, uh, and I think. Really good dramatic moments, and, and it's Frazier's overall, ass. yeah, yeah Brendan Fraser's butt, <laughs> naked butt. And so, is this like, is this all at once that it dropped, or is it just no, like it's, a weekly show? It's a show that is dropped weekly, so they have okay. all the rest of the episodes are locked out until a specific uh, date, and then oh, it unlocks when that date hits. Uh, and so they only drop. It's not like uh, Netflix where they just drop the whole series. So, yeah. um, it's much different on the DC streaming service, but episode one was a, a solid pilot. I wouldn't go as far as to say it was the best thing ever. Uh, I would, I would definitely say it's worth a check if you are interested. Um, I would like to see where it goes, I guess. Uh, I think there's a lot of room for improvement. I think maybe as the show goes along, things will get a little bit better. I think they'll find their footing a little bit easier because, you know, you can't really judge a whole series based on a pilot because a lot can change from here. So, Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, yeah. I'm really hopeful that uh, you know Doom Patrol does a lot better. Um, and I mean, it seems like a lot of people love it. So I know a lot of people that have been praising it, um, saying it's really great and they love it. So um, if you want to check it out, go ahead. Uh, but I don't know, it's fine. And then uh, I saw Umbrella Academy, the first three episodes. It's on. Um, I still need to watch on Netflix. It. Yes, yeah. it is a Netflix original series uh, based on the Gerard Way comics from Dark Horse. And uh, so far, I love this. I think this is really good. Um, yeah, I need, I can't wait to actually sit down and watch it. I just have not had the time. Yeah, that's fine. I wasn't sure if you were going to watch it, because if so, we could talk a little bit about it, but it's fine. 
Um, I'll keep it. Yeah, I'll like. I'll try and watch it for, before next week. At least like a couple episodes. Yeah. Favorite character thus far is Klaus, and if you say it's not, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> like because like I've read the comics. Yeah. Which one is Klaus again? Klaus? Is he like new to the show? Klaus? How much does this adapt? This adapts. Um. So far, the first. I know the that's first, a lot. The, the first the, season the so rapid, far. Rapid fire question. So yeah, far, I need to get my shit in. The first three episodes, from what I've seen. Uh, adapts pretty much the part of the first uh, volume of the series, yeah. and then also has kind of its own thing going on at the same time. So it has like original stuff as well mixed in with like stuff from the first volume. Uh, I know that it's doing the apocalypse stuff from the from volume first. one. So it's Does, is it going to go into Dallas or is that going to be the second season? Uh, that I don't know. That I actually because, like. Not holy sure. shit! That's a that is a story that they're going to have to cover. Yeah. Um, as of right now, they're really just building up a lot of the stuff from Volume 1, because um, obviously it's like, you know, it's a story about... For, um, for those of us who aren't familiar, like, what is Umbrella Academy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Umbrella, yeah, go ahead and I, explain it. I was gonna... <laughs> I was just about to. Um, Umbrella Academy is just essentially a story where, uh, around the world, like, kid, these children are born... Uh, from mothers who uh, just end up becoming pregnant, and they, uh, you know, they weren't, they didn't have sex, nothing, you know. Oh, wow. So they just, like they're kind of all like Virgin Mary kind of things. And these babies, these seven babies were born, and the scientist buys the babies essentially from the moms, oh, no. and essentially finds out that they're all gifted with these talents and different uh, superpowers, and uh, essentially it forms the Umbrella Academy and he teaches them all how to hone their powers, except one of them actually uh, does not have any powers and she's just kind of like this normal person um, who was played by uh, Ellen Page in the series. Um, and so it's just kind of like the superhero where, sorry, where it jumps then into the future and um, they're a lot older now, they're adults and the father dies uh, but they, they all kind of really hate him because they're like well you're not a real dad and you treat us like shit and we were guinea pigs to you and so they're there for the funeral and they kind of get back together and it's just kind of like the siblings just kind of getting like putting together back the past and reconnecting after all these years of being apart and mm-hmm. kind of like going through their family drama as well as having to deal with the funeral and stuff and uh, things like that, and it's really, really great, and I love the family drama dynamic. We'll mix him with this fun, quirky action superhero show, and the action scenes are fucking great. Um, yeah, the trailers made them look really good. Yeah, they, the, the action scenes in this show are absolutely fantastic. I think the only thing that I notice is that every time they break out into an action scene, they have to blast a pop song. <laughs> is it, like, is it... Ooh, sounds uh, like my shit. <laughs> how much is the... Uh, how much of the songs are like by Gerard? Because I None know there's them. one New new one that he wrote. <clears throat> oh. oh, so they're like, all they, just like they played, whatever. Like, okay. Istanbul, not Constantinople. By they might be giants. Nice. Uh, they played mm-hmm. like you know, um, I don't know. They just played. So it's like it's like a CW show. Yeah, like every time okay. there's an action scene, they have to blast like a pop song, and I'm just kind of like, eh, okay. I don't really care for much for it, because the first time around, I was like, oh, this is fine. But then the second time around, I was like, okay, you did it again, but whatever. They did it a third time, and I was like, okay, like, I get it, but can we, like, you can let a scene play out with, like, maybe an orchestral score, or maybe if you wanted to do, like, rock songs, why don't you just have, like, a rock anthem, like, original soundtrack? Like, you know, something really cool, I guess. Like, just, like, blasting guitars and stuff like that, or guitar riffs, you know, but it's, like, original score kind of stuff, not, like, hey, let's just take a song and just throw it in there. 
So it just kind of it kind of felt a little annoying after a while, but I don't know what, yeah. what it's going to be like for the rest of the series. But thus far, the first three episodes, I I think are excellent. I think this is great. Yeah, I can't wait to actually watch it. And I need to get caught up with like the rest of uh, the book because I've read at least the first issue of Hotel Oblivion. Same. I did and that's as well. been like good so far. I know I have the third one. I don't know if I have the second. Like, uh, it's just it's just ordering comics online these days. It's so hard to keep track of like what I actually have and what I haven't read. And ugh, I know I have the app, but it's, I, I'm lazy <laughs> still with that one. <laughs> yeah, Klaus. I just read the shit and I'm done. Yeah, Klaus for me is like just the best character. Like he's the drug addict guy that's in rehab and I, stuff like that. Uh, so he's uh, I, I'm I'm trying to remember who he, he was in the book because is, it's been so long. He is easily the funniest character because he has like the most dry wit sarcasm where he's always like oh you're fucking garbage but i still love you and he's always doing that kind of shit all the time but it's like extremely witty and really funny so oh it's that guy okay i know who that is <laughs> well, yeah, yeah all yeah. you I listeners up look up klaus and i'm sure you'll find <laughs> what he looks like so then you can understand joe's oh that's him yeah 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 so, okay i remember this guy but yeah no Easily best character in the show. He's the show stealer. He honestly has the funniest lines, the best scenes, and just everything about that. Um, but yeah, I actually really highly recommend Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Cool. Uh, you can watch the whole series right now. I plan to watch the rest of it uh, once I'm moved into how my many, new place. Uh, how many I'm episodes gonna binge it. I think there's ten episodes. Like, yeah, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. So, um, so I just looked up Umbrella Klaus. Just, just. To see if I could find him. Um, I'm getting a, did you mean umbrella claws? And pages of Santa Claus on umbrellas, holding umbrellas, God. getting God. images of, like, Santa with an umbrella. Just God. mountains of Santa and an umbrella. Any Coca-Cola ads? Sorry, uh, show's not sponsored by Coca-Cola, by the way. Yeah, it's show's not sponsored by that that word. We're going to bleep it out. Oh. <laughs> Unless we forget to, and then we don't. That's a very real possibility. <laughs> it's a probability. <laughs> we we get an NDA. <laughs> can we make a can we make it can canonical that we ask whatever editor to like do something and then it never happens? <laughs> I feel like that sounds God. like in the spirit of Oh Baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hey, do this thing. Shit. Doesn't happen. We're such a fucking mess. <laughs> We're a failure yep. to society. Yep. Um, I guess to stick within TV and movies, I guess, uh, I'll, I could jump into news, I guess, unless there's anything else you want to add about Umbrella Academy to any of you guys, or uh, any questions sounds, you have uh, about it. I'll also cool. read the books. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try out the first episode if I get the chance. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also, yeah, anything I'll about Definitely read the books. Well. And also, just fucking, Gerard Way's a really talented guy. Just fucking listen to his albums, listen to My Chemical Romance. Yeah. It's all good. I agree. Uh, anything I, I mean, I know he kind of fucked up with the young animal shit. We'll, we'll, we want to talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we're, we're just yeah, we could we could sweep that shit on our rug. Uh, he's also Everyone an executive producer on the show as well. So yeah, I get yeah yeah yeah. He's like I mean because it's his baby, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it, I think the Umbrella Academy show actually keeps really well in tuned with what makes the comic really good. Um, 
And yeah, it, it's not like 100% accurate to it all, but I think there's enough there to enjoy. Um, although there, in episode one, there is an extended dancing number that I did not expect. Which is interesting. It was weird, and I was like, where's this dancing number coming from? And then they just, and it goes on for like three minutes straight. It's just them dancing. And I was like, like alright. I could never see like... The, the comic being, like, perfectly adapted unless it was, like, an animated series. No way in hell. Oh, yeah. So, like, what I've seen of the show and, like, what I've seen of the casting liberties and, like, what they did with the characters, it, it's still iconic. Yeah. Like, it's still, like, the comic, you know, mm-hmm. just, like, not not one for one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's it's not as vibrant or as colorful as the comic can be. Like you know how like yeah. how I don't know. I feel like it's the like comic super colorful. Yeah, yeah, the comic's really vibrant, and this is a little bit more darker and drearier looking. Um, Which I think is also fine. Yeah, like I feel like a lot fine. of people that you know under a lot of people who know Umbrella Academy and who know Gerard Way would probably expect that yeah. out of a, a, an Umbrella Academy TV show. So like I think that's I think that's fair. That's a fair thing. Yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, I'm I'm digging it. I'm gonna continue watching it. I'm gonna finish the first season, and I've I've been having a lot of fun with it. So yeah, I'd actually recommend it. Now, based on the first three episodes, I want people to watch it. It's great. So oh, yeah. I yeah. recommend actually Umbrella Academy over Doom Patrol, even though I've been reading a lot of people <laughs> online going, "Yo, you should watch Doom Patrol over Umbrella Academy." But Brendan's but, ass. But Brendan Fraser's yeah. ass, though. I mean, I think that's probably why everybody's like, "Yo, you could it. see that baby thrust." <laughs> You could see the you could see his two cheeks just kind of slap, you know. Oh. <laughs> Come on, don't, don't you all just want extended? Don't you just want multiple scenes of Brendan Fraser just having just crazy wild sex? So right, oh, yeah. I'm seeing. Uh, are you afraid of the dark on the docket? What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so uh, under mo- my TV and movies talk, I guess, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark is getting a feature film and revived as a show on Nickelodeon, which... What is Are You Afraid of Yeah, you know, of the Dark? I've been really hoping... Because I don't know what that is. Yeah, um, I thought you guys knew... Are You Afraid of the Dark is just a Nickelodeon uh, television show that's like Goosebumps, where it was yeah. supposed to be like these campfire stories. Back in the 90s, the show aired, and it was really popular, and it was like, hey, these kids around the campfire tell spooky ghost stories or whatever, and it's just like a... It's like kind of like the Tales from the Crypts for kids. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, and it's just like... I don't know. Back in the 90s, I feel like Are You Afraid of the Dark was fine, but like... Yeah. Trying to remake it now, I don't think it's going to have the same effect. Also, I don't think a movie's going to do very well, personally, because I don't really know the audience it's going for, because it seems like it's going to probably gear towards kids, because obviously it's Nickelodeon. Right. Um, it's going to be a Nickelodeon film, so it's going to be very uh, child-friendly, but n- children nowadays aren't going to be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm so excited for that, Are You Afraid of the Dark?, But because the only ones that are going to know are like the 30 to 25-year-olds, like myself. Who see, are like, I'm, I'm not going to go see it because it's a kid's movie. I'm because, a little you know. excited to see like what the TV show has to offer. I'm probably not going to see the movie, but um, I remember like watching reruns of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And mm-hmm. I loved it. It was like, I scared the shit out of me because I was like five or like yeah. six. <laughs> but at the same time, like it, it was just a unique genre of like children's horror. I don't know, yeah. and they managed yeah. to do it. I only think if they want to do it again, they really have to not focus on, like, 
it revolving around iPhones. The one kid's like, and all the phones were gone. And then literally all the kids went screaming. And then I was like, yeah, that's, are you afraid of the dark 20, 2020, right? Or whatever this year is supposed to be coming out. No, I can just <laughs> I see know. it now where it's like, hey, did you get that? Did you get that new emoji? That new weird emoji? And everyone's like, yeah. oh, I've been texting that weird emoji, the new emoji that no one knows about. It's a secret special emoji. And, like, apparently the emoji's haunted and it, like, it, it oh, finds, dude, that's your, totally finds your parents it. and it strangles your cat. What if they do yeah. one? <laughs> what if they do one that. Yeah, no, that is absolutely what happening. What if they do um, one that's haunted Fortnite? <laughs> they do the oh, dude, haunted dude, video game. You die in the game, you die in real life. There's a there's totally a kid that's stuck flossing for the rest of his life. I was gonna just, I was stop. I was just gonna do a bit about he, that he where it's like the so mom walks in the room. He just flies away. <laughs> Timmy, stop flossing! And he's like crying. He's like I can't, mom, I can't. And he's crying and he's been doing it for days. There's dude, it's gonna have shit so much all around stupid, him. Like shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got sucked into Fortnite. Help me! <laughs> and then all you hear is the bah, 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 and everyone's like, and then the kid starts screaming. <laughs> the, the name it's of like, the episode is like the kid that flossed. <laughs> the kid that... Well, it's gonna be a mini series, so it's not gonna be like a full length TV series. I guess. Right. Yeah. I guess it's gonna be a mini series. Um, but the movie's supposed to be slated to come out October fourth, twenty nineteen. So, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to be skeptical because Nickelodeon hasn't made anything good in a really long time, so... Mm. And it's going to be a lot... I don't. I mean, I don't think they could do nearly what they could have done in the 90s. Like, you know how, like, TV... Like, you can't get away with some of the stuff they did back in the past. I mm. don't think they're going to be able to do that, especially with children's horror. I feel like they're going to start barring it back a little bit, so... I don't know. Uh, and also, I'm afraid it's going to be, like, the Powerpuff Girls. Kind of uh, like how they did shit like that. Don't remind me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna watch either of these, <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah, no, I just, like, I don't care, honestly. It, it, I just thought it was interesting. Whether, whether or not it ends I'm pretty up interested being good, in it. uh, doesn't mean much to me. Yeah. But I mean, um, if you guys are interested in it and you like it, that's cool. Yeah, and um, also, I guess, like, it, it kind of goes in tow with, like, I guess Keenan Thompson's also bringing back all that, and he's going to be, like, an exe- oh, like no. he's going to be a producer. Yeah, so they... uh, Keenan Thompson's bringing back all that as well. Yeah. So that's another 90s Nick TV show they're trying to bring back, because I think they're they're trying to bring back an audience into it again, into Nickelodeon again, but by digging up the past. And it's just kind of yeah, like... it's just Nickelodeon. That's classic Nickelodeon. It really is. So model. I'm like... So this kind of goes right up there with that, where it's like, uh, all right. They're just like some of the most, like, you know, low-risk, low low-reward <laughs> that I've ever seen of, like, a children's <laughs> company. Because, yeah. like, they're just... Oh. They're just not interesting. That reminds no. me. I do have some kind of weird news regarding... It's not... Ooh, okay. I didn't put it on the docket because it does. it's not important. <laughs> Oh, but please go ahead. It's like the 20th anniversary of SpongeBob or something. So they're making a oh, bunch yeah. of spin-off oh, shows for all the characters. Like Wait, they're gonna oh, they're gonna make gosh. a Squidward TV show. Like, oh, oh no, no. Like they're gonna make spin-offs and movies and stuff. <sighs> because we absolutely I, need more SpongeBob. I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know <laughs> the specifics of it because I only like, you know, like kind of like glanced through the article that I read. Um, but yeah, it's like, they're like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of fucking Spongebob this year, guys. Get I, ready. 
I was about to make a joke about like, oh, I can't wait to see the the Gary movie or the Gary episode, <laughs> but I'm pretty positive they would definitely get on that. Didn't they? They Probably. already uh, did a Gary episode. They did a, like a Gary, like Finding Gary, but I'm talking about yeah. like Gary has a voice actor that isn't Tom <laughs> Kenny. Is it like the librarian? Um, oh uh, shit! Li- the episode where like Gary was like the one who did the the Man from Peru. The ones with the Man from Peru. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that character of Gary from that specific episode of SpongeBob. Oh my god! So people be like, oh, oh, it's that thing because Nickelodeon just loves to just judge up their old shit and just throw it on TV and just hope it works because yeah. their ratings are dropping. <laughs> Yep. Oh yeah, no, they're what, they're not doing. What good even right now. No. is on like Nickelodeon now? Trash. SpongeBob, like SpongeBob. I know SpongeBob's there. What's I don't, the, I don't what's know the what kid? else is on Nickelodeon. What's the kid Mighty Magic Swords? I think. I mean, I know there's that like one. Uh, it's like the show about the kid with the white hair and his sisters or whatever. I know that's on. Oh, oh, the Loud House. Loud House. Oh. Yeah. There's Clarence. I think is a show on. No, Nickelodeon. That's, no, that's, that's, that's Cartoon Network. Network. Is that no, Cartoon that's Network? Network. Yeah. See, Cartoon Network actually fucking adapts to their time. What's Cartoon the, Network? What's the, and, like, I mean, I that people watch. I don't watch it, but like they keep like they do their goal of t- tying kids in to the media that they create. So like they're still doing their job right. I think out of the three between Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, and Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network still stands at the top yeah. personally, with at least yeah. Original I always programming. felt that. Does Nickelodeon still have Planet Sheen? The spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> that, that got that got canceled ages ago. I, I think that show maybe had two seasons. I, I mean, if they're gonna drive up Sheen. anything, like if they're gonna bring up anything back from Nickelodeon's past, it has to be Planet Sheen. Can we get? I uh, know. I want Planet Carl. I want just a new oh, show. Carl's just like oh, and he's just constantly like complaining about lima beans and it, puffing his inhaler. <laughs> Can you imagine an entire an entire show revolving around? A kid who doesn't want to do anything, and people are telling him, "Just you have to do this." And Carl's like, "No." And then Carl wants to fuck a three-titted oh alien woman. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh. This is a lot. <laughs> Carl, um, you have to. You have to put your. You have to put and your the, bean and in the, the hole. Fraser's ass gets cut into it. <laughs> they they uh, both have Brendan Fraser for Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, also, it, Chapter 2 gets a test screening, and it was a, apparently three hours long? Yeah, that sounds about right. Which is insane. Yeah. That's you know what? fucking I'm not much. surprised, honestly. For the test screening, um, it's I think it's, it's bound to everything. change. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's probably a really extreme, uncut version of, like, yeah. a practically beat-by-beat of the book, because you could kill a man with that book by just <laughs> dropping it on his toe. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could. It's literally, like, a thousand pages. Yeah. Like, um, like you could... Dr- like, if you d- accidentally... If you drop that book out of your hands, it's gonna fucking crack the earth. Yeah, that's gonna amputate someone's <laughs> yeah. foot. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. What, doctor, what happened to this man? He dropped it on his foot. Oh, it's like, fuck! It's, it's like Mjolnir. No one can lift it. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's stuck wherever yeah, it lands. Stephen it's, King. Like, it's like fucking lead. <laughs> Only Stephen King can lift it. <laughs> you have to call him. Anytime someone wants his book, he has to pick it up and turn... He has to turn the page of everyone who wants to read it. <laughs> I would be interested to see like what they cut from this yeah. version to make it more like because I think audiences are very used to two and a half actually more like 245 mm-hmm. they're very used to that length these days so I think 
that would be okay. Yeah. But I think that like yeah. ten minutes accounts for credits, right? Like usually. Yeah. So it's really gonna be like a two and a half hour movie. They can probably save like a long cut for DVD. Oh yeah. yeah. Like streaming. Possibly. Whatever. I feel like I feel like if they do an uncut version of the movie, they should definitely wait for it to be a DVD thing, or like mm. a Blu-ray. Yeah, because like yeah. God damn it, I don't want to watch. I don't want to be in a theater for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I well, feel like that's a lot. Joe, you and I know. Um, Joe and I made a movie for our fiction cap, our like college capstone, and um, the yeah. first cut of that movie was like dumb. I, I it was I think like thirty something minutes, and it was I think so. it was supposed to be thirty minutes, but we ended up cutting out a lot of unnecessary bits. Uh, yeah, and like, it came down to like twenty five. That movie like twenty five. Yeah, twenty five yeah. minutes was the final. So we cut out. We ended up cutting out a lot, and I think we actually cut down to like twenty something. And then added more. Yeah, we cut down pretty good. When we added some stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, the movie, the movies, I'm would not be surprised if it changes dramatically. Like dramatically, <laughs> like they yeah. cut out a whole chapter. You yeah, see? because like, why the fuck is this necessary for a movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we get a nice long extended scene of Bill Hader eating pickles. Oh god, good. for like tw- oh, yeah. for like twenty oh, minutes. Fuck, is Bill Hader in this movie? Yeah, he plays as Richie. Yeah. Oh shit! I just watched Barry, uh, so I'm oh, very nice. familiar with Bill Hader. Yeah, uh, Bill Hader's in it. James McAvoy from uh, Split and Glass and X Men and stuff like that is like, Charles Xavier. He's uh, in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got you know, you have a really good cast. Um, there's uh, Jessica Chastain as Bev. Um, you know, I mean, you have. I, I think the casting for the adults are really good, and I think the cast. I think the adult actors will do way better than the uh, Tim Curry miniseries. I'm really, I'm really worried. I'm really worried because uh, I really love the original It, and the second half is Mm -hmm. the best part because it's like stupid as hell. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I hope to. I. I'm really worried because I know they're gonna cut my favorite part. <laughs> I know exactly. I think I know about. what part it is. Are you talking about the thing with the moon? Okay, there's that's one of my favorite parts. I have two favorite parts. That's a parts. great scene. <laughs> there's the one where Pennywise turns into the moon. That part's definitely cut because um, in the original miniseries, <laughs> no, 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 because in the original miniseries, the guy that he's talking to is the bully grown up, and he died in the first part of the new movies. Yeah. Um, so that oh. part definitely is not going to be there. Because uh, the character's dead. Um, yeah. But the other important part that I feel like they're probably going to cut is the part where the guy, the kid who was fat, he grows up into, like, no, like just an adult or whatever. And there's a scene where he makes out with uh, the girl <laughs> because he had a crush on her when they were kids. With Bev. And then yeah. he, while he's yeah. making out with her, he opens her eyes and it's Pennywise. And he goes, kiss me, fat boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's the fucking part. I love that part so much. When Tim Curry just goes, "Kiss me, boy," (laughs) I lost my mind, and I was I was in love with that scene so much. I was like, "Dude, I wouldn't even be scared about that if I made out with Tim Curry." Like, (laughs) I I would be happy. I love the goofiness of like the the part where they're all coming back to town, uh, and he gets out of his car. And he like looks, and there's just like Pennywise, and he's digging graves, and he's just like, "This is yeah. this is your grave. You're gonna die." Like, <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> he's like waving at them and stuff like yeah. that. And he's like, "Hi, I'm he's digging like, your grave." Welcome back, it's... guys. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. No, this movie is definitely going to be not like, be as goofy, not as campy. I'm, no, I'm they're, they're, no, they're gonna cut the camp of it. But... I do really, I do really like the direction they took 
that I, I thought it being more serious might not really like be as fun. Might not really actually hurt. But it. They there, definitely, was, there was still comedy in it, though. I mean, definitely, there, yeah. A lot of it was from Richie and uh, yeah, uh, dude, Eddie. he was the best. Richie and Eddie were the funniest characters in the whole thing because Eddie's really neurotic about germs and diseases and stuff. So he's like, so yeah, and he, he plays really right off with Richie, and it was just absolutely hilarious between those yeah, two characters. I love the first one. So, so I'm definitely still really excited for this one. But it's just gonna—it's yeah, gonna be Fuck weird because when, like, like all of my favorite stuff's probably gonna be gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but fucking like when there's new stuff like all oh, the list of chicks I've banged as long as a, as my wang, it's like <laughs> like that is come on. There's gonna be new good stuff like that there too. Is. They have the yeah, liberty. It's, it's not a TV movie. Yeah, they, they, they'll 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 definitely have its its moments. I'm sure. I'm sure they're gonna keep some of its really funny moments or some goofy lines of dialogue because it's a Stephen King movie so mm-hmm. you know also like no I I still think it's speaking of yeah I, I agree uh, Stephen King movies have you guys seen the trailer for Pet Cemetery? yeah actually I got no. a trailer for it for, before Alita Battle Angel and it was like my second time seeing that trailer mm-hmm. um yeah I, I mean I'm, I'm okay with them remaking it because the original wasn't very I good haven't, I haven't seen it yet you should the watch the trailer yeah, no, I'm really it into it like that movie I think it looks really yeah. cool I think it looks pretty decent. I'm actually really interested and pretty excited about it too. I think I think out of all the movies that needs a remake, I definitely think Pet Cemetery deserves it, one because the original's not that great. The, the trailer has like just a really good like atmosphere, like a good feel to it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. a very good horror movie trailer. I don't know if the movie's going to be as good, yeah. but I really like that yeah. trailer. We'll see. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful about Pet Cemetery, but we'll, I guess we'll have to see when it comes out. Yeah, though. yeah. I'm gonna go see um, it though. Uh, I'll definitely talk um, about it. I'm going to kind of blow through this pretty quickly, I guess, just because I don't want to waste too much time. Yeah, but yeah, on, video games I replayed. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. absolutely sorry. Uh, I'm replaying Resident Evil 6 co-op with my friend. I just beat the Leon and Helena campaign. Um, and now on Chris and Piers. Uh, it's been a blast. We've been laughing a lot, making fun of the game. We love. Uh, it's just. It's just as racist as five was, as oh, I remember that. Oh, that was God. great. Yeah, no, five was a lot. Yeah, and six is like, hey, instead of it being people, you go into Africa. Now you're in China, so you're just killing Chinese people, and you're like, oh God, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, but- so you're like another ethnic group to to for us to just slaughter. And I was like, Jesus, yeah, this is I'm, terrible. I'm very glad that uh, Resident Evil has kind of like been sidestepping that shit recently yeah. because. Uh, I mean, I love four, but even four had that problem. It's like, oh, we're yeah. just killing Spaniards. Okay. Yep, exactly. And it's like, man, four, five, and six kind of have that thing. But it's like, I think four, it's like, it's not nearly as like, you know, because it's Spain. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. But <laughs> like, like uh, you don't really, well, Africa I mean, was a I mean, bad look, and China's not very good either. Yeah. Um, but my friend and I, we played an entire match where, like, instead of us running around, we flipped over and rolled on our backs, and we had our guns pointed out, and we crab-walked the entire level. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Resident Evil 6. So, uh, yeah, so we've been we've been goofing around and being stupid, and it's been a lot of fun. We've been making fun of the game and uh, having a lot of good chuckles. So, uh, making a bad game playable, and honestly, that is the only way you play Giraffe Blowjob. Uh, is to play yeah. with a friend. Yeah, fucking giraffe. <laughs> I forgot that that was like the logo Dude, for that when game. When somebody said that to me, I was like, "What?" I, it I didn't totally know what is. That meant. And then suddenly they were like, "Dude, look at the logo. Look at the six. It looks like a giraffe getting a blowjob." And I was like, "It oh, is." Fuck. And now every time I see it, I can't see it. I can't unsee <laughs> I, it. I, totally I have to look at like, 
Yeah, look up the Resident uh, for all the Resident listeners Evil out there. Logo. Look up the Resident Evil Six are. logo. The six looks like a giraffe getting a blowjob. Yeah, it's something yep. special. Oh, it's, that game is a nightmare. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that game also sold like the fucked up part about Resident Evil Six is that that game sold really oh, well. They're all it did. Coming um, too. Like, oh. In a way that like I just Dude, it's Jeffrey I just the giraffe. Don't know. <laughs> He went after yeah, no, after Toys R Us closed. He went to the Resident Evil Six logo to get a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It was over for him. That's when his I career ended. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to be a toy. <laughs> it's always a ass kid. I don't want to be an old man anymore. I'm sorry. Um, don't apologize, okay. Joe. Own it. <laughs> never, never feel sad for who you are. Oh, I just can't um, stop looking at it. <laughs> Uh, and I just started Final Fantasy VII for the first time. Classic game, really fun. Good game. I enjoy it. I'm playing it on PC. I got it gifted yeah, to me on Steam. Favorite. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. Someday yeah. I will finish. I played like Fantasy a couple VII. hours. Oh god, I'm just gonna wait for the remake. <laughs> it's a long game. I'll start playing Final Fantasy. Honestly, I think I think everybody, if you're gonna play Resin, uh, Final Fantasy VII, I almost said Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, you should play it on Switch probably when that comes out. Like that's, yeah, I could see it. I played it on PSP back in the day. Yeah, I just I'm sure it's I just bought it on my Vita because it was on sale, and then oh, I had to yeah, have played it, but it's sitting on my Vita. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I love Final Fantasy VII. It's just like I got to like disc two, and I was like, I think I'm done yeah. with this because it was an old. I video played a ton game, of it yeah. for like 2009. Back in the day, but yeah, I, I never finished it. Yeah, because it's long as hell. I've never old video I've, game is long as hell, and to... it is, yeah, it's old. <laughs> I'm hoping to play it and beat it, but I'm playing it very slowly. But it's, I mean, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. It's I do love that game. It's like, it's got a lot of good atmosphere and a lot of really good, unique characters. Even for like that, like even beyond that time, I don't know. It's just got a very diverse cast. Yeah, I agree. Because like you don't really get that with like new Final Fantasy games. Like, you know, 13, 15 did a pretty good job, I'd say. Even though like, you know, on the surface it's like, Oh, it's anime boy band where they all wear the same goddamn costume. <laughs> but like, but like, like their personalities made up for it. But like, I don't know. In Final Fantasy VII, you go from like, you know, spiky-haired emo boy to like, girl with bra to like flower girl to like big guy with machine gun on his hand to a fucking dog. Yeah. Like it, it had a very diverse cast. Yeah. Although, best character in Final Fantasy XV is the. I have a new recipe, and he'd just shove a Twinkie in your face. <laughs> oh, Ignis? Yeah. I love, I love Ignis. Him. He's, like, one of my favorites. He was the mom. Uh, and Gladio. Yeah. He was the mom Gladio and Gladio and Ignis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he told, they told her. And then, uh, fucking, uh, Prompto yeah, was Prompto was Yeah, he was SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was fun. And then, you know, just, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, what was Noctis? his name? Uh, Noctis, Noctis was, was uh, tough, yeah. uh, yeah, Noctis was Sasuke and Vera Rex. <laughs> or Zora. His name was Zora. That's it. Yeah, that's about it for me. Um, yeah, but Final Fantasy VII, fun time. I'm enjoying that. And moving Good on. Game. Nice. Dab. Nice. I give it an 8 out of 10. I'm sorry it took so long. I feel really bad. I feel like an <laughs> asshole right now. That's fine. You're right. God. 5 out of 10, average. Um, Alright, so uh, I'm still playing Yakuza 0 from mm. last week's episode, which everyone will remember. I yeah. talked about playing Yakuza Zero. <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, I, will remember. I remember. Definitely. I remember you said you played Yakuza Zero. I hope Zero, all the yeah. viewers remember too. I mean, it was pretty yeah, important. I'm talking more about the viewers. All remember, I'm sure. 
Yeah, if you missed week. it, if you oh, missed it, just go back to last premiere. week's episode. <laughs> just go back to yeah. last week's episode. Check it out. Are you like just doing? Oh, not Yakuza Zero. Right now? I'm playing Yakuza yeah, One. Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah, because I was about to say, like, you beat Yakuza Zero. Yeah, guy. I beat Yakuza Zero, and now I'm playing Kiwami, and it is absolutely amazing. Um, I like, got to the part where Majima starts doing his bullshit. <laughs> which. Okay, so specifically, like, I got arrested like, by Officer Majima. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Oh my God, that part's that's so awesome. good. I went yes, to, I love all right, that. So for for anyone who doesn't who isn't familiar with the Yakuza, hi. In Yakuza Kiwami, you're playing as the main character Kiryu, and he just got out of jail after being in there for ten years. Uh, and his friend, his his friend, <laughs> Majima. <laughs> um, Majima's like, yeah, all right, to I'm gonna it. get you back into fighting shape. And Kiryu's like, I don't want to fight you. And he's like, you're going to fight me. And he's like, no. You have to, you have to give me a, a good reason for us to fight. And Majima's like, oh, I'm going to give you a reason. So it's like, you'll just be walking, like, just down the street. And he'll be dressed as a police officer. And he'll be like, hey, stop right there. And then <laughs> yep. he'll, he'll frisk you. And he'll be like, I found a weapon. Yep. <laughs> he's like, you know I can't let you walk away. Yep. And he's, the Kiryu's just like, god damn it. <laughs> And then they fight. <laughs> I love that stupid um, bullshit not, so much. And because, then like, I did another one that was, you're, I'm just like walking down the street and this guy's like, hey, want to go to this bar? And I'm like, no, I, no. And he's like, please, if you don't go to the bar, I'll lose my job. <laughs> he, then Kiri's like, all right, fine, I'll go to the bar. So you, you walk in, you, you like sit down at the bar and he's like looking at the menu. And then he looks up and standing at the bar is uh, Majima as like the bartender. And Kiryu's just like, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> but he's like, okay. He's like, wait, 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 just sit down. Just let, let me serve you a drink. And he's like, all right, all right, I'll have one drink. He takes a drink. He's like, oh, it's pretty good. He's like, all right, I'll have another. He gets another drink. And then uh, he's like, all right, all right, that's enough. Like, what do I owe you? And then Majima's like, um, you owe me uh, 560,000 yen. And he's like, excuse me? <laughs> he's Fucking like, yeah, this is, this is expensive foreign shit. I can't, you know, it's like. Kiryu's like, I can't afford to pay that. And he's like, well, um, you know, if you can't pay it, then uh, we're going to have to take this outside. <laughs> so it's just like him coming up with these like absurd excuses to get Kiryu to fight him. And it's amazing. It's really great. And also, this... the, one of the greatest parts of this whole like bit or whatever is this has nothing to do with the main nope. story yeah, at no, all. It's... This is literally all side They're content com- that was new to Kiwami. Completely ancillary content and it's absolutely incredible but also what's good it's like it's absolutely one of the main reasons why i had a hard time getting into zero because majima is not bad in it's zero majima, at all i love majima from zero i'm glad i played zero first because it, i guess maybe i didn't have the problem that you do uh, majima in zero is really really good um he is and it's he's a the good thing character. is once you like play zero he morphs into like Kiwami Majima by the end, like it's it's about yeah. Because starting with the game is about how he became that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like starting out with that is like that's a tall order to go back. Yeah, because in, like in oh Zero, my god, I love him so much. At the beginning of Zero, he's like a very serious man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he he like runs a uh, a casino or uh, he runs like a fancy yeah, like what's it called? bar basically. Yeah. Oh fuck, I can't remember. Uh, it's called the Grand. Yes, um, yes. But it's like a club. It's like a really fancy club. Um, and he's just like he's he's the he's the run he's the uh, manager of the club. He's like a really serious dude. Uh, he's a lot he's a lot more like Kiryu 
in characterization. Mm. Yeah, they kind of swap the two in Zero, which is interesting. But Kiryu's like also just kind of like a hard ass in yeah, he's, Zero. He's I don't Kiryu. know. <laughs> but, yeah, he's still Kiryu. But you do get a lot of character development for both of them in Zero to like it gets mm. them to the point where they are in Kiwami. So it's it's really good. It's worth playing. Yeah. Um, I love these games. I'm going to play through Kiwami, and then I'm going to play Kiwami 2, and then I'm going to play all the other ones that I already bought 6, and it's sitting on my shelf, and I will eventually Someday. play it. It does have a very nice yep. special edition from what you showed yeah, us. Yeah, the special edition is really cool. Um, um, that's sexy also, what's special. nice is that when you also fight uh, Majima in the game, you get like this special upgrade and stuff like that in your uh, skill tree. Yeah, there's a whole skill yeah. tree for it so that it was, was like... Not yeah, in the which is really cool. So it kind of enforces you to want to fight uh, him more and stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of the best part about it. That it was like, hey, you are enticed with more skills if you fight Majima. So it made me want to find Majima and fight him. Mm. Honestly, like, Yakuza Kiwami, I would argue, is probably one of the best remakes of, like, a PS2 era game that, like, exists. Yeah. yeah period. It, parts of the game are still, like, this was a PS2 game. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. For the most part, like in a lot of ways, it does feel modernized. Like it, it, there's, it's it's really really good. <laughs> like like being able to save anywhere yes. is amazing, oh and I, I cannot fucking believe that Zero doesn't. I was do just that. about to say, I. On one hand, I understand contextually, because <laughs> it's like you save using your phone, uh, in Kiwami. So it's like you can only save at phone booths in Zero because it's in the 80s. I get that, yeah. but <laughs> like, it's also it's really just... inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. I mean, they're on like every street corner, so it's it's yeah, yeah, it's not awful, but I mean, it's a quality of life thing that like it's outdated. That also like hopping back. Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, yeah, like I'll go back to Zero someday. I just like. It really was one of those things where, like, God damn it! Why did I play like the the mechanically more sound game first? That's mm. annoying. <laughs> I'm excited to get like through the series and see how it grows. Yeah, uh, and I then agree. get to six, which is supposed to be incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, I've heard six is amazing. I think it got like a perfect score from Famitsu. I would oh, not, wow. which is right. like rare. I was crazy, but yeah, I'm I'm absolutely in love with Yakuza. And uh, I'm probably going to be talking about it a lot on this podcast. Because uh, <laughs> uh, that's my, like, big game right now. My butt is puckered and ready, then. But um, I also... <laughs> noticing, oh, a, I'm <laughs> noticing a theme with Ryan today. I know, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> puckered buttholes. Finger butts, uh, you know, finger popped butts, Brendan Fraser's butt, and... <laughs> puckered holes. Puckered holes. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I also played... I started playing Overwatch again, so that's nice. been cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a minute since I've been since touched Overwatch in a long time. Now that I have, like, a like a computer, I was like, I'm going to try playing Overwatch because I want to play some games. Uh, and I figured... Because oh, yeah. I know, like, the biggest difference going from console to, like, a PC is playing, like, shooters. So mm. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. Hey, I'll try out a shooter. What's a good shooter? Overwatch. Yeah. So, uh, I've been playing that with my friends. It's been really cool. Um, I, I'm, like, I'm, I really, really like it. I, mm -hmm. of course, I was, yeah. like, okay. Overwatch is a great game. I thought Overwatch was, like, alright when I played it on the PS4. But I'm, like, really into it right now. So, 
uh, that's something. I think uh, Overwatch. It's honestly the controls. Yeah. is like a I think huge that's when I, I think that's when I played Overwatch on console, like a lot more enjoyable to play. Yeah, when I played yeah. Overwatch on consoles, when it came out as like the beta, like uh, open beta, I wasn't a fan of it, and I was like, eh, I don't like it. And then I went on to PC, and I was like, this is the way to play it. It's like it's just so much better. Because, like, Overwatch plays, like, a normal first-person shooter on PC. Like, you know, if you've played a couple first-person shooters on PC, Overwatch is a very natural shift. Whereas console Overwatch, like, you can map it however you want, which is a nice Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. But the default control scheme is really fucking fun for, like, a console shooter. It just does a lot of things that, you know, like... Like, let's just call them, like, Call of Duty-style shooters. Yeah. Because that's, like, a pretty... Yeah, exactly. Where, like, you know, if you were to try to give that game to someone, they definitely have fun. Like, Overwatch is still super popular on PS4 and Xbox Mm -hmm. and stuff. But, like, it does not play as naturally. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to, like, really readjust actually, I feel like it plays a little bit slower on console than it did on PC. Also, yes, it plays way fucking slower on console. Uh, your reaction with a mouse to aim versus a uh, controller, it's a little bit different. It's pretty different. I remember mm. my brother played it on, like, Xbox, and, like, I watched him play it a little bit because, like, uh, he got it as a Christmas gift. And I was just like, why Why are you guys not killing each other? What the fuck? Why is this taking so yeah. long? <laughs> because I was used to PC where it's just like, pop, 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 like, things were moving yeah. really fast. Yeah. So... They say it's also because like slow. team shooters are like a thing on PC way before like they were on mm-hmm. console. Mm. It's slower in them console games. Them damn consoles they, they are so take, old. They take the time. It's true though. Oh my god! It was like watching molasses drip from the, the jar. <laughs> damn. But yeah, Overwatch is good. And the last time I played it. Ah, oh, fuck. What was the last character? I think, like, Orisa was the last character <laughs> that came out. I, so when I when I got the game, while it was downloading, I went downstairs to talk to my brother. And I was like, oh, hey, Cody, I, I've got uh, Overwatch. I was like, uh, I'm excited for all the new content, because the last time I played was when they added the hacker girl, and then he laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. That's the same. That was the last time I touched Overwatch. Uh, they have the ha- I haven't played with the hamster character. Yeah, they have the hamster. I saw the hamster. Like, hamster. Yeah. I fucking hate the hamster. He's so annoying. I imagine he I imagine I he's bad. I didn't play him, he's but he doesn't look so that annoying. great. Isn't this all basically just like a nuke or some shit? It's like a bunch of proximity mines. Ah. Oh, yeah, geez. yeah. There we go. He's like a character that has a a fuck ton of health and is hyper mobile. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's just like he's like a broken diva. From is he as annoying yeah. as Olaf in Frozen? <laughs> I was actually about to make that joke because he's just like this game's fuckboy character. I don't know. <laughs> the hamster is a fuckboy character. I'm, I'm not. I'm not about to. I'm not about thinking he's a fuckboy. <laughs> He's a fuck I mean, boy. Yeah, it's a f- furry, furry fuck boy. <laughs> it's not even a furry. It's just a hamster. Like it's, a- yeah, it's an actual hamster. hamster. Yo, that hamster fucks. <laughs> and then there's uh there's the new chick that just came out. I forget yeah, her name. The, it's like cowboy girl. Arya. It's Ash. Yeah, yeah. Ash. There you go. Cowgirl. She's annoying. She. Too. I've heard she's fun. I haven't played as her. Actually, I, I played as her once and I died. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she's annoying to fight against. Because her ult is really I, yeah. good. 
Ugh. and she's a sniper. Yeah, isn't it like crazy? Her ult is she summons a robot, and his name's Bob. Yes, and he's really strong. No. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, yeah, I remember so seeing a lot that. that. And she's got like, does she have a grapple hook? I can't really remember. Um, I don't think she does. I know she had like some kind of mobility thing, but that that was a while ago. That, that was like a long time. She, I talked about this with someone. She might. I don't know. I played her once. And I died immediately and then changed. So <laughs> Yeah. And you said she's like a sniper she's character? She's a sniper, yeah. She's like a long okay, range. Okay, so she's basically I still, Yeah, she's yeah, she, she's a, another cowboy. I still will always cowboy actively girl. play yeah. as Mercy. That is my go-to still. I, I'm so yeah, good at Mercy good. at this point. It's just ridiculous. I've, I, I've, I've hero only been playing... Need. I've only been playing D.Va and Winston. So that's been going well. Dude, D.Va's my second. Dude, she's, she's so much fun to play She on. is. Yeah, I love D.Va. She was, like, one of my favorite characters to play back in the day. Her, Zarya, Soldier, uh, Soldier... I'm not Soldier, uh... <laughs> soldier, fucking, Soldier, uh, uh Soldier. McCree, Lucio, I, those I'm were all my favorites. shockingly good at Sombra, even Anna. though everyone says that they suck at Sombra. I was shockingly I good. It, she's just got, like... She's got a... You have to... Sombra's one of those characters that, like, you have to know how she works. There's a reason she's a three-star difficulty yes. character. Because, like, if you don't know how to play her, she's fucking useless. But mm. if you know how to she's play awesome. her, she literally can change oh, yeah. the I, game. I fuck Like, you hard. can be doing terrible, but if you have a good Sombra on your team and she pulls clutch, like, yeah. it's over. It's done. It's great. Like, I honestly, I kick so much ass with that character, and everyone's like, oh, you play a Sombra? She's such garbage. And I'm like, I'm really good at her. No. And I was like, like, those people do not know Overwatch meta oh, yeah. they say that. I'm oh, sorry, yeah, no, I'm no, no, because I, like, totally rip ass with her, and it's great. <laughs> you, fart, you fart with her? <laughs> God. I don't know if that's what you were going for, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but, you know, it follows through with Ryan's can in this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, that's ripping true. ass is way better. <laughs> it feels good. Um, feels good when you do it, just like up. when you get a kill in Overwatch. <laughs> Better out than in, I always say. Somebody oh, once right. told me. All right. <laughs> Moving on, I see, I see. because um, this is no longer so, about Overwatch. So, uh, yeah, Overwatch is very good. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm afraid that I'm going to buy loot boxes. Uh, I hope I don't. Nah. Uh, no, I've, I've never bought that. a loot box. <laughs> the thing is, I started playing yesterday, right? On the yeah. 15th? Yeah. It's currently the Lunar uh, event thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really want the Winston skin. <laughs> and it ends in two days. <laughs> oh, God. The, the Winston Just... the Winston skin is Sun Wukong. Like, it's Goku Winston, and I want it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, is it like a thousand coins? Yeah, and I have zero. I don't know how many it uh... is, but it's, it is... I, I can't get it. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember how you, like... I think if you just level up, you should be fine. Yeah, if you level up, you get the loot boxes. But, like, yeah, I'm level... I went from 1 to 11, and I've gotten nothing good. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay. I forget that low-level Overwatch doesn't pay out as high as a uh, high level. When I say, like, low, like, literally, like, just your level. Yeah. Not, like, your yeah. skill thing. But, like... I'm like a level one sixteen. I think is the last time mm. I checked, uh, and you know I I was playing regularly, so I got like a lot of the the stuff already in general. So I'd get a lot of duplicates, so you don't oh, have yeah. and the dupe 
So the dude, yeah, you get a lot of coins. So I just kind of forget that, like, oh, why don't you just buy them? You level up, it'll be fast. It's like, oh wait, not when you're level eleven. You're just yeah. getting everything. I just get like shitty sprays and like voice lines for Zarya. Like that's all I get. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been that's been my uh, gaming for uh, the last week. It's been pretty mm. cool. Um, I started watching Legion again. The third time um, on Hulu. How has that, yeah, how I've is watched, that show? Because I've always wanted to see it. I've all right. I, I like the first. Episode. I've watched the first episode three times. Once. Oh my god. Once when me and Joe watched it when it first aired. Once yeah, I when I went that. to go visit my cousin and she was like, "You need to watch Legion. It's really good." And we watched it together. And then mm. the other night, and I'm really excited to like actually finally fucking watch this show because <laughs> it's so good, like. Yeah, that first I, episode is awesome. I recommend all of you guys check out the first episode of Legion because okay. it's it's the most cinematic TV show I've ever seen. I've heard like so, oh, it's heard gorgeous. So yeah. much. I still like I still remember what happened yeah. in the first episode, so I might just jump into episode like, two. It mm-hmm. is it is watching a movie. It's like the okay. It's got this just absolutely bizarre look to it. Um, like the the cinematography is pretty crazy. Like yeah, it, honestly, it, it could look like an HBO it, show. It, it does. Like, it's 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 so good. Is it's the so show much on FX? It's an X-Men show. It's on FX. Yeah, it's on yeah. FX. I'm watching it on Hulu. Yeah. It's on I'm Hulu. catching up with it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it's it's so good. It's about Legion, who is, uh, for, for, those, for the uninitiated, is Professor <laughs> X's uh, son. Mm. Um, they haven't gotten to that part in the TV show where I am yet, the first couple episodes. I know they are supposed to get to it eventually. But Legion's whole thing is that his mutant power is um, that he has multiple personalities. Um, so he has like a like a like a fractured psyche. He's got like dissociative identity disorder or schizophrenia mm-hmm. or something. But the thing is, each personality has a different superpower, oh, wow. um, and they're always constantly kind of vying for control over his body. They're all trying to assert themselves as the, the dominant personality. So like one will have like psychic powers, but one will have fire powers, or it's pretty cool. Wow! And in the co- the TV show, um, the first episode, it's kind of like he's in a psychiatric hospi- hospital um, because he's had these like psychic outbursts in the past, and he had he hears all these voices and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, no one believes him that he has superpowers; uh, they just think he's crazy. So he's like in the psychiatric hospital, and he's like drugged to hell. And it's kind of uh, the story. The first episode is the story of how he gets out, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of insane because it. I mean, I guess that's the idea: is it's insane because he's an insane character. Yeah, but it's like yeah, no, it is. I don't, I don't want to like talk too much about it, but it's it's kind of crazy. It's really really fun. The characters are so weird, and I love them. Like there's a uh, there's a you were talking. Um, I think it was. Uh, about Umbrella Academy, where there's like a dance scene. Yes. Um, yeah. There's a there's a whole dance segment in uh, the first episode of Legion, and it's just it's really I, I weird. I kind of remember that because uh, it just like it just happens. Uh, it's it's a dream sequence, but it's just like it's it's a really good show. It's also really kind of creepy because it's got um, he has this one personality called uh, the Devil with Yellow Eyes or something. I think is what it's called. And he'll, like, think so. flash in the background of the scene, and it'll make this, like, really, like, 
dissonant sound where it just goes like Brr, whenever he shows oh. up and it's it's really good <laughs> and he's kind of just like haunting in the background all the time where it's like I'm, you'll forget that he's there until he shows up it's really cool i'm into this yeah it sounds I, I, really good Corey, Corey, i think you particularly would like this uh show i think you had it out. when you started describing it as like cine, uh, as like cinematic so. yeah it's it's you'll it if, if you if you watch it you'll be like wow this is this is not like a what a TV show looks like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. I recommend it. It almost looks like it was shot on like an Ari or some shit like that. Could have been. Yeah. Like, I I uh, I love I like that show and I'm excited to watch more. Okay. Wait. Maybe not an Ari. Pro- it actually looks more like a Red show, not an Ari, mm. because an Ari's like got a very filmic look, whereas Red is like digital film. Yeah. Uh, it definitely looks more like the latter more than the former. I would say. And also, speaking of Marvel TV shows on Hulu, <laughs> there was recently some very important news. Um, so the the blanket news is that Marvel is doing a series of animated TV shows um, on Hulu called The Offenders. Um, and it's like The Avengers, but they're shitty, pretty much is the idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it's like adult cartoons. Um, and one of them is going to be like MODOK. One of them is Tigra and Dazzler. Um, they're all like shitty stuff like that that no one cares about. But also, one of them is, an, is a Howard the Duck cartoon <laughs> by Kevin yeah, Smith. I heard about that. Directed by I Kevin heard about Smith. That. And it's going to be fucking incredible. I'm so excited because it's like Marvel asked me what I want to see in a TV show. Yeah. And then they made it. Because <laughs> yeah. this is like the perfect thing that I just, I'm so excited. Uh, I think I think out of all the people uh, that's going to take up that project, Kevin Smith is the best choice they made. He'll do it justice. Yeah. I I love. Hey guys, uh, what's up? That's my birthday. Oh shit! Oh, right now, now. Nice. Oh, hey. oh my god! Happy birthday, Joe! Happy birthday, Joe! You did it! Oh my god! Yeah. Do you feel any you different? Did, did you happening. Did you go through puberty again? Uh, do you feel more twenty? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm a god now. He's, oh, oh shit. shit. Dude, are your That's eyes gonna take when you go through puberty twice? You gotta head... He's <laughs> gonna grow a second penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Watch out for Brendan Fraser's ass. Yeah, he's... <laughs> yeah, he's Brendan Fraser. He's, gonna, he's Bre- coming to clap them cheeks. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Are we really on this <laughs> again? <laughs> Fucking... Big cancel. Right. <laughs> Man in a can, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Joe's birthday's been cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Joe. Happy birthday, Joe. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> now back to Harry's list. Yeah. Yeah, back to Harry. Um so yeah. Uh Howard the Duck, I love him. I'm excited. Kevin Smith, I love him too. I'm excited. Do you, uh, Offenders is going to be. Although, yeah. do you think that they should bring back Howard the Duck from the original movie, the live action movie? They yeah, bring, they should make a sequel. They should just bring back the same voice actor too. They should do the entire movie again. Is he alive? I just need the duck tits again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I can Corey, that. I guarantee this TV show is going to. Yeah, happen. I just, with Kevin Smith. I, yeah. I just want Leah Thompson to come back to be like super thirsty for Howard. Oh, oh Howie! Howie. <laughs> oh God! When she God. just picks up the duck condom. <laughs> oh no! Come on, no. It's, 
it's a really good movie, Joe. It's a great right. movie, yeah. It's a it's a it's a classic. Yeah, it's a cult it's classic. Up there, I still haven't it's seen it. Up there it. above Death Note. <laughs> Someday, Joe, you'll you'll you have to watch it. You'll understand. Someday I'll watch it. You'll I understand know. the majesty of like a twenty-five minute plane scene. That's so good. God, damn. <laughs> Fucking twenty-five minute long plane crash. <laughs> I still cannot fucking believe this is a PG. Movie. It's like an so good. How it was before PG thirteen was a thing. Yeah, but this movie has duct tits and a condom. I feel like this is more than a well, PG back in the eighties, you know, nineteen, eighty six. I know, I know. Yeah, condoms were but, everywhere. In the I mean, movies. it was an hour. I thought honestly, you were saying it's a twenty five minute plane crash. I thought it was an hour fifty one minute plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, and also I like that the Damn. director's last name is Hyuk. It's wow. H-U-Y-E-C-K. It's Hyuk. Willard, Willard Hyuk. He made Howard the Duck. I'm going to fucking kill myself. Sorry about that. Goddamn. Uh, Anyways. So, also, uh, comic stuff. Uh, comic stuff. I'm all caught up with the new Conan comics. And... Mm. Holy shit, they are so good. Like, <laughs> I gotta get caught uh, up. I love the first issue. The main Conan series is cool because it's it it feels really old school in that it's like every every is single issue is its own self contained story. Um, they all just kind of take place during random periods of Conan's life, and there is a thread kind of going through all of them uh, that'll kind of tie up later. Um, but for the most part, they're all their own story. And they get fucking crazy. Uh, the most recent issue, uh, issue three, it's uh, it starts with Conan being he's like a he's like arrested because uh, he tried yeah. he tried stealing gold or something or whatever. Um, but the thing is, this town is really fucked up. They're like a mining town yeah. with like absolutely nothing. So they worship the the gallows, <laughs> like literally. It's uh, there's a oh, there's a tree that they hang people on. And then right before the person dies, they cut the rope and they fall down a hill and get eaten by dogs. Oh, uh, God and that's like Jesus. what they worship. That's so awesome. Conan is about to get hung and he's like, you know, he's hanging and it's like Conan is this massive fucking man. Also, in this story, he's 17 years old and he's still fucking gigantic. <laughs> God damn. Um, and it's like they, they build it up so it's like the rope's about to snap so you know what's going to happen. But instead of the rope snapping, the entire tree gives way and the branch falls down because Conan's too big. <laughs> and he, they're like, you broke the tree. And they're all upset. And Conan's like, yeah, I fucking broke the tree. But since his arms are tied up, he can't fight them with them. So he just starts swinging his neck and the tree is flying around <laughs> and beating up people. <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's so fucking good. There's like a part where oh my God. Conan, Conan just like knocks down an entire tree just by like, he like pushes it with his chest, and the whole tree falls down. <laughs> like, I love it because it's just so like Conan is the biggest, like strongest motherfucker in the world, and that's just what these stories are. <laughs> like, and it, they're just they're a blast. They're just so much fun to read. Um, apparently um, Arnold Schwarzenegger really loved it too, and he made a Facebook yeah. video saying that you know he liked it and he wants and that they're insinuating they're going to make a Conan movie now. I I want he's been talking about King Conan for years and I really I want that movie I, to happen. I that hope that be because incredible. of the Conan Marvel comic series that this that does become a thing. 
I hope that that actually kind of helps perpetuate that because that would be awesome. Mm. I mean, it, uh, a King Conan movie would be really cool. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I've heard a lot of great things about the Conan comic too. I've heard nothing there, but amazing things. Totally recommend it. It's uh, so much fun. Uh, there's also a companion series, The Savage Sword of Conan. Um, the first issue of that just came out last week. It was really good. Um, it's a different writer, a different creative team. Uh, but it was really good. Uh, the Conan books have been great. And it doesn't stop there because uh, Marvel just announced the other day that they're doing a new Ava- Avengers book called The Savage Avengers and it's going to have mm. Conan. <laughs> he, yep, yep. He's I did an official see that. Avenger I did see now. that. Oh my um, gosh! And the team, the 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 gimmick behind the team is that they're they're the Savage Avengers. Uh, it's Conan the Barbarian, Wolverine, the Punisher, Venom, Elektra, and Brother Voodoo. So it's like all of these really fucked up heroes, <laughs> and they're all just going to be. It's going to be brutal, and I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really. And it's excited. also by uh, it's also by uh, Duggan and Daydot. Yes, uh, right? Yeah, Jerry Duggan is right. Uh, he also writes the Savage Sword of Conan. Uh, so he's got he's on two Conan books, which is pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, Mike Deodato is doing the art, which is pretty awesome. It's got David Finch on covers. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's been a minute since Deodato's been on like Avengers art. Yeah, uh, he was in. I don't know when he was on Hickman's. He was, Avengers. Yeah, he was somewhere in Hickman's Avengers. I remember, as far as, like, Theodato and Avengers, I associate him with Dark Avengers back during the Dark Yes, Rain. yes, same. Uh, so that's, it, this feels in that vein, because it's, like, the fucked up Avengers. So I'm really excited. I'm excited for, like, the character interactions between, like, uh, like, like Conan is going to meet the Punisher. Like, <laughs> like that's, I'm, yeah, that's a like, look. You know, like, Barbarian with his big sword versus just a guy with a gun. <laughs> and, and also Venom's there. Like, <laughs> uh, so, Oh, yeah, that's right. Venom is also an Avenger. Yeah. But I feel like that's been a thing before, right? Yeah, he's been an Avenger. Not this incarnation of Venom. Like, the Eddie, Eddie Brock has never been an Avenger. Um, yeah. But oh, Flash, yeah, Flash Thompson right. was an Avenger. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm crazy excited. Uh, Conan's been amazing, and Savage Avengers looks fucking rad. Mm. Uh, and I also read I finally finished reading uh, Ed Brubaker's Captain America series which is uh, you've been on that for like the past year yeah right? yeah I've been reading it for a while um, and uh, it's like over 100 issues long and I finally finished it and that series oh, shit. is it actually over 100 issues I did not know yeah that. it's long oh wow uh, the series is really good for the most part um, like everything yes yeah, like Winter Winter Soldier obviously is fucking cool oh classic um everything like you know up to cap's death and then bucky taking over that stuff's all awesome the end of the series was not great i i felt oh no because it was like i think it felt like brubaker ran out of steam once steve came back yeah uh and it was like a 19 issue run after steve became cap again um, and it just kind of and then it, just it felt kind of aimless. Like it had it had a story, but the story didn't feel as big as it had previously. Yeah, because yeah. you had all this right, you had all this right. crazy stuff before that with like uh-huh. d- dumb time travel shit and like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was like you know it's Bucky came back and then he was the Winter Soldier and like they had Civil War and then you know 
Bucky became Captain America, and it was awesome. And it turns out that Captain America was shot by his girlfriend, who was hypnotized, and she shot him with a time bullet. So she sent his mind back to World War II so that the Red Skull could take over his body in the present. Like, <laughs> it had this, all this crazy <laughs> bullshit. Jeez. And then the most recent story was just kind of like... Yeah. The last issue was really good, though. The last issue was uh, really great. It was about the 50s Captain America. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, oh, that's cool. Because, like, after Cap got frozen, he was frozen before the war ended. Um, and so the government, like, the American government was like, well, uh, it's going to fucking murder morale if everyone knows the Cap's dead. So they had a new Cap come on. And that guy, like, a new Captain America and a new Bucky. Uh, mm-hmm. They just pretended to be, like, Steve and Bucky. Uh, but they had, like, a really fucked up version of the super soldier serum. So they went insane. So they were bad guys. Oh, jeez. Um, and then uh, this issue was, like, 50s cap was in, like, a coma because he got hit by a truck. Uh, and he was, like, Cap's, like, it's all right. Like, you don't have to be Captain America anymore. We're setting you up with, like, this witness protection thing so you can go and restart your life. Uh, and they were, like, trying to, like, put him through therapy so he wasn't so fucked up anymore. It was a really good issue. So, like, the very last issue yeah, yeah. was great. But, like, the end, yeah. the last arc wasn't wasn't amazing. But overall, I, I recommend okay. the series. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed uh, Brubaker's Captain America ster- series before, too. I've re- I read up to, uh, I read up through uh, Captain America's death. I didn't get to read the Bucky being Captain America at that point yet, but... Bucky Cap is really good. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was I heard a lot of good things about that and I've always wanted to read it, so I'm gonna I'll probably jump back into it just to read Bucky Cap. But um mm. I loved everything before that too. So yeah, yeah, I do agree. I think it's definitely one of Brew Baker's like titular like uh runs though. Yeah. It's his Captain America series. It's really good. It's like a like spy espionage thriller kind of story. Yeah. Uh, that's a good way awesome. of that's a really good way of putting it. It's got a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff, like a lot Nick Fury's there, mm-hmm. like OG Nick Fury, mm-hmm. uh, like Mario, Mario Hill, all those guys, Black Widow. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, I recommend it. It's great. And so that's all, that's been my, my, uh, oh, actually, I have one more, uh, like, backlog reading. Uh, <laughs> I've been reading a lot of, like, 90s X-Men, and I just mm. read, oh, yeah, yeah, I just read this crossover between uh, X-Men and Ghost Rider, uh, and it was really mm. good. Oh. It was, like... It's like a really dumb 90s kind of crossover. It's like the X-Men go to New Orleans because Gambit's uh, family is in like... So Gambit's family is the Thieves Guild of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gambit was married in like an arranged marriage to uh, this woman who is in the Assassin's Guild of New Orleans. Um, but he left and then there was like a, like a clan war going on. So they came back. Uh, and it turns out that uh, it wasn't a clan war, it was aliens. <laughs> because <laughs> she's, um, the brood... That sounds very Ghost Rider. The brood landed in uh, in New Orleans. <laughs> they were trying to... Because the brood are pretty much just like the movie Alien. Like, they yeah. literally they look yeah. like the Xenomorph from Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, they oh, infect yeah. people and they transform them into brood. So they were transforming... The, the Thieves Guild and the Assassin's Guild into Brood because they were like, they were trained to be weapons, so they would make perfect Brood. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ghost Rider's uh, there because fuck it, why not? Um, and then Ghost Rider I mean, the gets turned into a Brood. <laughs> That's an that is an so image. The X-Men are fighting Ghost Rider who's turned into a giant alien bug. 
<laughs> and then, oh God, goodness! Somehow, they they manage to turn him back into Ghost Rider, and it's it's really funny because it's like they turn into like alien bugs, but he's like still Ghost Rider while he's alien bug, so he's like got a leather jacket on, and he's like a giant skeleton. <laughs> um, it's really good. Uh, and then they they fight the Queen Brood. And the fight's really weird, because it's like, they they fight her for like a second, and the Ghost Rider shows up, and he rips her skin off. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, the fight's over, Brood Queen is dead, and then like, she jumps back up with no skin, and she starts fighting him again. <laughs> um, it's, <laughs> it's really good. Um, everyone has a really shitty Creole accent. Oh. Uh, it's great. There's a lot of characters that are hard to like, it's hard to understand what they're saying. <laughs> Uh, it was really good, and now I want to read 90s uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, but, yeah, that's all my, my uh, catch-up reading that I've been doing. And there's, uh, this is can, this can be, like, a bit of a joint segment, because I know Joe uh, has read a lot of the same books that I did this week for, like, new releases. I'm only going to yeah. say, like, my... Yeah, I'm not going to go through everything. I'm just going to say, like, my, my yeah. pick of the week this week was Thor number 10. Mm. Uh, it was... Thor time was it awesome. It was not the issue like, I expected, shit. but holy shit, it was no. so good. The, the cover, no, I mean like, the cover of Thor 10 is like Thor and Odin sitting on the, the rainbow bridge drinking some mead. And I was like, oh, it's going to be like a nice little father-son issue. Mm. It was not. It was <laughs> not. It was, <laughs> That's funny. It was like, it was the whole issue was about Odin. And it's about, like, the narration is his, uh, his uh, inner monologue. And it's really fucking sad. Cause it's like, yeah, no, Odin, it's fucking, it's fucked up. Odin like is a really, really shitty father. Like, uh, he's just awful. But then it's like, once you get into his head, it's like, he doesn't want to be like that, but he, he can't help but be like that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, he gets in this big fight with Thor and he's like, you're It's like, as he's fighting, he's saying all this really shitty stuff to his son. His inner monologue's like, wait, why am I saying this? Like, why can't I just like. Like you know, like swallow my pride and just tell my son I'm sorry and like repair our relationship. Yeah. Um. But it like ends with like Thor beating the shit out of like this drunk, angry Odin. Uh, and Odin's like, you know, the only good thing I ever gave my son was like I, I taught him how to not be like me. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is really fucked up and sad. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a very yeah. powerful um, issue. Like it was. It was so good. And like. I have a lot of mixed feelings about the choice of Mike Del Mundo on interiors because I think he makes great covers. Yeah, definitely. But I, I just did not love his. He's not like, he's not like a uh, McGinnis where like it doesn't feel like it flows at all. Like it, his art does flow. I just don't love his art, his look for an interior. Mm. But this issue was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's something about there's it. There's a lot of times where I'm like, this doesn't. I love I love Mike Del Mundo's artwork. Um, yeah, I do too. But it, he's like a, a weird case where, like you said, I, sometimes he just doesn't really work for interiors. Like uh, when he was on Avengers a couple years ago, it wasn't great. Um, but, no, yeah, it's just not. It's like messy, yeah. kind of. I don't his, know. His Thor has. I feel like it's gotten like better, uh, and I it agree. culminated yeah. in this issue because that that whole just the whole. Odin and Thor, like, fight sequence was just fucking awesome. And it was beautiful. It was a really good issue. And 
Yeah, no, it's like it def you definitely saw improvements with like just his panel composition and like his look overall. It just he's he's definitely starting to become he's starting to warm up with on me with yeah. interiors. And there was there was one uh, really funny moment in the issue too, where Odin like kind of you know after all this shit went down, he's like, all right, I need to maybe start trying to get better. So he's like talking to Iron Man oh. because Iron Man is an alcoholic. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he's like, you know, yeah, yeah. So it's like, he's like, <laughs> Iron Man's like, all right, this is a lot to unpack. So I guess like, maybe tell me where it all like started. And Odin just goes, I invented mead. <laughs> <laughs> and then Iron Man just goes, oh, this is going to yeah. take a while. Yeah, no, that was an amazing part. I think that was like the last page. Yeah, that was too. at the very end. <laughs> um, And also... Yeah, it no, also just goes issue. to show that Jason Aaron is still like the king of Thor, like writing it. Thor, yes. he's so oh, good yeah. at it. Like his he, his Thor run oh, has yeah. been he's absolutely amazing. insane. Yeah, it's stellar. Uh, I'm very excited for the War of the Realms coming up. Yeah, it's got That's what two months away. Yeah, it's only it's very soon. Yeah, it's coming up. It's gonna be uh, lit. Joe, lit. what was your pick of the week? Was it Thor or was it something else? <sighs> God, like honestly. I was torn between Detective Comics and uh, No Road Home this week. Yeah, that No Road Home was Thor my, uh... was really good, but like, holy shit, man! No Road Home was my honorable mention. It was my my, my runner up. Yeah, no. for pick of the week. That was uh, uh, Avengers No Road Home is this new ten issue miniseries that they're printing. Uh, it's a sequel to last year's Avengers No Surrender, which was awesome. Oh, so um, good. It's like, honestly, one of the best Avengers stories that has happened in a long time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, No Road Home's a sequel to that. Uh, and it's the first issue was kind of just getting the team together and setting up the premise for the story. But uh, I, was, I was... It's a good roster, it's though. It's a very good roster. And I was really digging a lot of the, like, interactions. Um, yeah, I was too. With fucking with uh, Hercules and Rocket, yeah. like, oh my Hercules god. Hercules was like, why is there a dog with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> And yes, Rock, no, it's Rock, so... just like, what did you just fucking call me? <laughs> <laughs> it very much reminded me of uh, a moment in One Punch Man where there's like this little girl character with like curly hair, and then like it switches, like she's just kind of like a sassy, like kind of mean girl, and then like they switch to like the shitty drawn part of the show, and like Saitama just like turns points of her and asks, who is this sassy lost child? And <laughs> like, that exactly. reminded me a lot of the interaction. Yeah, that's, that's Hercules and Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Because I, I feel like uh, they're going to be they're gonna be good. Uh, and I loved uh, Hulk was so good in it. Oh, he um, was... A, I fucking... I'm ready for... I'm ready to read another book with Hulk like the this. The whole bit with uh, I'm so Hulk ready. and Hawkeye. Because uh, Hawkeye killed the Hulk oh, yes. a couple of years ago. Yeah, oh. in Civil War Two, um, it was like part of an assisted suicide thing. It was really dumb. Where Bruce Banner oh, was like, geez. "If I ever turn into the Hulk again, shoot me." So he did. Yeah. Uh, but now Hulk is back, and it was Bruce Banner that had it, had Hawkeye kill him. But now he's the Hulk, and Hulk was like, "I remember what you fucking did." It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like Hulk is on this team this... already, and they're recruiting, and Hawkeye's like. Hey guys, I'm ready to go along on the adventure. And then Hulk's like, uh, "Hey, uh, if you go with us, I'm gonna fucking kill you the first chance I get." <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah, dude, like, I, 
we can see Al Ewing writing yeah. that dialogue mm-hmm. because it's just it's perfect. It's exactly like how Hulk is an immortal. Yeah. Uh, it's the, the the current version of the Hulk is really good because he's the Hulk is intelligent. I uh, like this Hulk, and he's very sarcastic and witty, and he's very good. He's that very aggressive. Like he's very aggressive. <laughs> he is the Hulk. Yeah, he is the Hulk. So like, it's all that shit on top of being <laughs> <Yeah>. witty. <laughs> uh, and Joe, if you want to talk about Detective. Oh, God, Detective this week was so good. I've been, like, this is, like, an interesting, uh, like, series to read. Because, like, I, I would definitely say this reads more like, uh, I don't know about a, like, one-for-one one traditional Batman book. But, like, it has a lot of interiority. Yeah. Which we haven't had in Batman for, like, a while. Yeah. Like, both in Detective with Tinian and with a uh, regular Batman with uh, King. Yeah. Like, we just haven't had that. So to have... The interiority has been like super fucking nice. It feels a and, lot more like a like an older Batman story, and I'm really loving that. Hmm. Yeah, and like they fucking brought out. Uh, it's on the cover, so it's not really a spoiler. They brought out the fucking hell suit, and it's like, yeah. yo, this is gonna get so crazy. Like it had Etrigan, it had uh, the Hellbat, and he fought a demon. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the demon. Oh my god! Like it was so. The good. The, the concept behind the demon was cool too. It was like. Batman fought the demon, and then afterwards he was like, oh, that was kind of weird, like, I felt something of myself in that demon. And then, uh, yeah. Jason Blood is like, yeah, that demon was formed by all, like, the fear and hatred that you caused in this city. Like, it was a, a being born of, of you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so that was Yeah, cool. it was crazy. Like, oh, I'm so excited to, I'm so then, excited for, t- uh, uh, Tomasi's yeah, run. that ending, where it was like, what the fuck is happening? Everything's a simulation or something? Like <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm very excited. Oh, it's so good. And that weird little kid in the Batman suit. <laughs> oh fuck, that's right. The very last page. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see where the story yeah, goes. The story has been like batshit insane. Uh, I have no idea where and, it's going, uh, and I love that. I forget the artist's <laughs> name, but he did some stuff on Act uh, Superman, yes, uh, right? Doug With Monkey. If I'm probably butchering his name, it's M A H N K E. Monkey. Yeah, uh, but he's like, fantastic. I love him. I thought it's like because I thought it was a weird choice on action because it's like very sketchy and like gritty art, which didn't I don't think works for Superman, but for Batman it's yeah, perfect. He, like this book looks so he good. He's perfect on Batman. Like I absolutely agree. Um, this is because uh, like Detective wasn't bad before this. Um, like no, no, Canyon's run was fantastic. It had good moments. Um, yeah, totally. Jameson's run was really, or Rob, James Robinson, not James Robinson's run. Robinson's run Jameson's. was really good. The uh, the yeah, it was a lot of fun. The Outsiders story kind of sucked, but yeah. yeah, this is this is really good. This yeah. is real Batman. Like I feel like, and we're gearing up to one thousand. Yes, awesome. it's gonna be awesome. I'm definitely going to that. Midnight Hell yeah, launch. we definitely. Like I don't even give a shit. Isn't there? <clears throat> this is uh, nine ninety eight, right? Or yep. Okay. Yeah, this was nine ninety eight. Yeah, so only, yeah, this will be two th- issues. Yeah, two issues, and then we're at one thousand. Two more issues. Action Comics already hit an, Which a thousand, right? Or no, not yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had a feeling. Oh yeah, yeah, it did. That was yeah, that was okay. last year. Actually, like ironically enough, eight year ago. Wow. Um, but yeah, no action. And, comics, action one thousand was really great, and then like uh, Detective one thousand is going to be crazy too because it's Batman. Yeah. Like, come on. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have. The first canon appearance of the Arkham Knight. Which, like, again, wild. I'm, I'm interested in seeing where they go with that, because, like, 
it's not going to be Jason like it was in the game. Spoilers, sorry. No. Uh, for anyone who hasn't played Arkham no. Knight yet and cares. Yeah, uh, I mean... It's Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah um, if you haven't played that Arkham game Knight, since, like, 2015. Arkham Knight pretty much just adapts the, like, the Red Hood story. Except instead of... The twist yeah. is that instead of the Red Hood, he's Arkham Knight. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Jason's already a thing, and the Red Hood's already a thing. So Arkham Knight's probably going to be someone different. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see I agree. Yeah. What, where that goes. That'll that probably be, like, a, a mystery for Tomasi's run, where it's like, who is the Dark Knight? Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I would be into that. I'm excited. And then uh, I do want to give an honorable mention uh, to Flash this week because that was actually much yeah, better than I I'm thought really it would digging be. this crossover. Because like the way the way uh, uh, Williamson wrote Bruce was like really really good, and just their dynamic was awesome. I was I, really I love the it. like dual um, like monologues where you get their in you get their like you know thought panels both their interiority. And it was like them both like kind of being like because it's a um this story is kind of taking place in the aftermath of uh wally west the uh heroes in crisis yeah yeah. his death um which he was the original kid flash he was uh flash's sidekick and he just died Uh, and he died because he was in batman's sanctuary which is like a uh it's therapy for superheroes Mm -hmm. uh and so flash blames batman and batman blames himself (laughs) And they're both kind of, they have to work together on this case. Um, and it's like really awkward because they're both trying to kind of like get, get along, along with it. But thing. it's like there's this, it's been bubbling kind of under underneath where there's all this tension kind of building over, you know, mm. Wally's death and how uh, no one's happy. Yeah, no one's happy about it. Everyone's sad. I hope Wally comes back up Yeah. At the end of Years of Crisis, like it's so annoying that we had all this time to develop him, and like, hey guys, he's yeah. back. Oh no, <laughs> they he's bring dead. back well, after Wally disappeared with the new Fifty Two. So five years, no Wally. They bring him back, and it's a big deal. It's the big deal. Like that's a big part of Rebirth. That's what people and remember. Then they kill Rebirth. him two years later. <laughs> they kill him Thanks, two years later off panel. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't even think like that some was like, shock schlock. I've written. I really hope that's not King's decision, and I hope that was, like, editorial at DC being, like, one of these characters has to die. Yeah, uh, whoever decided it is stupid, and I hope I hope yeah, no. th- the story gets better. Mm. But yeah, so I comics too, this week honestly. have been very good. Yeah, comics this week are very good. It took me a while to read them just because of, like, stuff. But, like, I did finally read them, finish them, like, today, yesterday. God, I don't know. But, like... Uh, this week was very good, and, uh, I am also reading, I haven't really watched any anime still because, like, time, but, uh, oh, wait, you know what, are, are you done with your segment, I'm done with Harry? mine, yeah. We can do, okay. I, I'm saving the direct stuff for when you get to yours. Yeah. Yeah, okay, because I do have a lot of things to say about the direct. Yeah, same. Uh, so, yeah, uh, moving on to me, hi, hello. Hey, it's Joe. Uh, so... I actually have, because of my job, I have actually been watching a decent amount of uh, television recently, nice. like because of work and stuff like that. Um, I won't say why, but like, it, <laughs> let's just say research. Uh, but one show I've been watching—it's on Netflix. It's a—it's uh, a documentary series that my company produced. Well, it's not mine, but the company I work for. 
uh, called Rotten. Mm. And it's like, it's about the very shady business practices in like the food industry. Yeah. And like, we're talking beyond just like health concerns, because that definitely comes up. But we're, we're talking like, honey is kind of like going through some sort of like cartel gangster shit in like China, where it's just a whole mess of like tax evasions and it's not actually honey for the most part. It's like 60% a different substance all the time. And it's just like, whoa, dude, there's a lot of stuff in it. That's like, just, just, or like, you know, uh, here's a good example of what I learned through this documentary so far. One of the episodes was on allergies, you know, just like everyone has them. Um, the funny thing is, like, you know, we, we're all in our 20s. We were all born in the 90s. So, like, ha- have a kid having a nut allergy, a shellfish allergy, and, like, uh, I don't know, a strawberry allergy, that's all pretty normal to us. Like, that's not something that we blink twice at. We just, we're just like, oh, I just won't eat peanut butter. Yeah, no. All yeah. right, cool. Or I will, like, I won't cross-contaminate. But, like, that didn't, that wasn't a thing when our parents were alive. And I confirmed this with my parents, too. They were like, yeah, no, allergies are, like, way more rampant these days. Like, in terms of, like, just how many kids have them mm. and, like, the the variety. Because it's like, it's, like, a growing list of, like, stuff that kids just cannot eat these days for one reason or another. I did not know that. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, like, a fairly recent development. And it's fucking wild. I think they're starting to, like, understand the science behind it, though. Mm. It's, like, just some sort of, like, weird gene that got, like, passed down and passed down, and it's, like, you know, uh, the body is dumb. Yeah. So, it, like, that stuff will happen from time to time, uh, and basically, from the conclusion of the episode, basically the conclusion is, if you're allergic to peanut butter or peanuts, you kind of just have to, like, muscle through that. It's, like, a therapy-type deal, or, like, a physical therapy-type yeah. deal. And that's what that's been really fascinating so far. I'm almost done with the show. It's only like six episodes long, hmm. uh, but it's been it's been very good. And I've also been watching uh, a bunch of uh, Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain because our company, you know, when Anthony Bourdain was alive, uh, we made a lot of shows with him, like uh, a lot of really good stuff too. Hmm. Where uh, you know he's like a chef, but like Parts Unknown. It's really more like a travel documentary where they obviously talk about food and stuff like that. But, like, he did an episode on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Uh, And they do talk about food in that a little bit. But it was really more just, like, a showcase documentary of what the fuck Lower East Side was like. And, oh, my God. It's, like, it's fucking fucking wild because uh, they featured about this one guy. Uh, his name is, like, uh, Flanagan. I don't really remember. It's, like, Andy Flanagan or something like that. Mm. Uh, and he was a kid. He was, like, 14 when he grew up in a Lower East Side of Manhattan. And uh, he was talking about this one memory where he was in bed with his dog so that he could fight off the rats. Mm. Like, actually, that's what happened. Uh, and right outside of his window, uh, he was... Like, there was this, like, gang, because it was, like, a gang neighborhood. 
that were like right outside his window, and they were shouting shit like, "The next motherfucker that comes outside is dead." Like I don't really remember the context for why, but he mentioned that, and he was like just laying in bed, and he was like, "You know, I really got to get to school today. I don't really want to deal with <laughs> yeah. that." And it's just like, "Wow, holy shit! New York was wild in the seventies." Uh, but that show's been really fucking good. I would love to watch more of it, but it's like yep. the way you watch it on Netflix is weird. Oh, oh! Did anyone? Want to well, I just I, I what I love about Anthony Bourdain is he always brings in things that aren't exactly food into his shows about yeah. food. He makes it more than that. Yeah, it's like you learn you really learn about the culture of like the the subject that he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, because food's about people eating together, and you tell stories yeah. when you're eaten together and god he's like a fucking really good storyteller he's fantastic he's funny as hell too he's like you know like it is a shame what happened to him like goddamn rest his soul what happened to him uh obviously he died he killed himself yeah they were filming i think they were actually i don't know if they were making another show or if he was just another season of parts unknown parts unknown oh shit yeah and then he like he he hung himself in uh paris Mm. Yeah, no, it's really fucking sad. Because, uh, like, I know he battled drugs for, like, a lot of his life. Like, literally, in the Lower East Side episode, he was, like... Because he grew up in Manhattan uh, when he was a mm-hmm. kid, I think, for at least a little bit. Uh, but he was, like... They were, t- they were going over a part where, like, they were going over LSD packaging art and stuff like that. And he was, like, oh, my fucking God, I remember all these. And it's, like, oh, man, that's... That's problematic <laughs> that, like, he's fondly looking back on fucking acid packaging. Yeah. And he wasn't being joking or ironic no. about it. He was, like, generally, like, I fucking remember that one and that one. Oh, man, good times. Jeez. Jeez. And it's just, like, Jesus, man. Uh, and then I think I also, we talked about this when Ryan was talking about Umbrella Academy, but that's a show I find to watch, like, when I have time. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, uh, I'm definitely I want to check that out now after hearing Ryan talk about it. Yeah, and I love the I love yeah. the book, like the book. So it's definitely like you know it looks like a really good adaptation or just like a a reimagining of the series. So I definitely want to like mm-hmm. check that out. And you know, it's just like it has a new Gerard Way song, so that's pretty dope. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Which this is also kind of a fun fact. Uh, speaking of Gerard Way. He was supposed to make a second uh, studio album, like a second solo album, like ages ago. Uh, and that never happened. But there is something remnant of that project, uh, and that is the name. Because that studio album was supposed to be called Young yeah. Animal. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. It, it and survived. Uh, wow. <laughs> it and survived in again. a way I really wish it did. And then died. <laughs> Because, like, Hotel Alien's an awesome album. Like, I would love to hear more of his, like, solo <clears throat> work. Uh, and it's a shame that, like, I guess he's just too busy right now. Which is understandable. He's an executive producer on a TV show. And I guess still technically, like, a head creative of Young Animal. Uh, even though it's, like, Young Animal is folded. It's over. Oh, yeah. it's done. Rest in peace. So, yeah, I guess he's just busy with... Uh, uh, just uh, Umbrella with, Academy. Uh, it's just Umbrella yeah. Academy, yeah. <clears throat> Between the show and also probably the comic, because I think, is Hotel Oblivion still being publicated right now? Yeah, yeah, it's still being published. But, like, 
if it's being published now, I assume that the script is like finished, and now it's just kind of like the artist uh, taking mm. care of it. If I had to take a guess, I don't know. Like Hotel Oblivion has been delayed for yes. so long. And he's been talking about it for so long that just like uh, I was worried it wasn't even going to come out. Like I was scared that it was just never going to yeah. happen. It was just going to be like, well, it just ends with Dallas, it's and just, that was it. Yeah, which would have been a shame because Dallas is a really good story, but that is not how I wanted that series to. Yeah, like, I agree. It wouldn't be the best way to end it. So I'm kind of glad that. At least... I don't know if they have plans to continue <laughs> after Hotel Oblivion. I guess we'll just have to see. I guess it finishes. yeah. Uh, but it's a uh, Unparalleled Academy is very good. Gotcha. And then uh, speaking of. Uh, other things that aren't television or movies. Uh, video games, hell yeah. Video games. That was a really good, I love that Yeah, segue. it was a great segue. <laughs> uh, before I talk about the direct stuff, because that's going to be a yeah, big deal, I just want to quickly be like our last get out of the... Yeah. Get the questions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the... What the hell was it? Uh, I did finish uh, Resident Evil 2, at least the Leon story, or, or side <laughs> A, that I mm. did. And that was a fucking good game oh my god like for a game that i wasn't even sure i was gonna get on launch day or anything like that i i really loved resident evil 2 remake because like i don't want to say like i don't want to say too much about what happens in like uh let's just say what happens after you like get through the uh the the goddess tower or whatever like like past that point because that gets into like some pretty spoilery territory and stuff like that yeah. but oh man that like final boss fight is incredible it's so fucking good yeah i uh and i, I really want to play resident evil 2 uh it's, yeah no it's a phenomenal i, I game. definitely plan on playing it uh i, I can't right now because i've been really busy and i have other games yeah but i guess once i once i have some like a free period with no no games and nothing I'm definitely gonna pick it up because it looks I've it looks so good. I've been hearing so much great stuff about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's the best remake to come out uh, in a really really long time. So, and like a complete remake, yeah, like ground like up, a, a traditional one. Because like, oh my god, there's so there's so many good aspects and ideas. Because like, I actually have never played OG Resident Evil two, so like, I went to look back and see a comparison and. Holy cow, this game is such a different experience. Like, like it is a remake, and it is faithful to the the spirit of this, the original Resident Evil 2, but it is also a very different game. I heard um, like, something cool that the game does is if you've, so you've, if you've played the, the original, you kind of have yeah. an idea of how events will play out, and then you play this game, and they'll play out a little differently. So, like... You know, like, characters will appear at a different point or, you know, a certain... Yes. Um, so, like, when you play through it the first time, that's that's how it happens. But then, if you keep playing through the game on subsequent playthroughs, it might be the original, like, how the events played out from the from the original game. Yeah, I'm on side B right now, and that's basically how it's going so far from, like, what I've been able to, like, mm. gather. Because, uh, like, if you play... There's side A and side B, or in this game they call it second story. But uh, in the original PS2, not the PS2, the PS1 version of the game, I think like you were saying that like 
the the second playthrough, if you play like I think in the original you could do it, it was only Leon and then Claire. Like that's the order that you played. Uh because that's just how they literally printed the disc. Uh but in this remake, you can choose to play Claire first or Leon, and then you get the option to play that se- that second story as the other character. So because I played Leon first, that second story is Claire. But if I played Claire first, then that second story would be Leon, and it would be like a different mm. thing. It would be different from like the the side A playthrough of Leon that I did, mm. which is interesting. Uh, and yeah, they do actually change the order of like events and how things play out compared to the PS1 game. I won't say specifically because like what isn't a spoiler in the PS1 game is a spoiler in the remake, which is a weird thing to say, but like y- you know, that's just how yeah. it is in this one. Uh but like I really really dug how they did it in the remake because like I remember seeing clips of Resident Evil 2 and like seeing moments and it's like Oh, is that how they're doing it in this one? That's cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to picking it up someday. Because uh, the game looks awesome. Goddamn, the liquors are terrifying. <laughs> I have a friend that is... Because I don't really think this is a spoiler at this point because he's just, like, fucking everywhere. But, like, Mr. X is uh, stressful is so in this game. Terrifying. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's he is a crazy motherfucker in this game, and uh, my one friend is like he really wants to. He, I mean, he is playing Resident Evil too, but like he does not like what he calls quote chase simulators because like he doesn't like getting chased in games. It's just like a. It's not like it's he thinks it's bad design. He just literally gets too scared. <laughs> it's um, too stressful, and it's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like, and it was, he was like, like, live texting me as it happened, and he was like, okay, Joe, I'm, I'm gonna fucking wuss out, and I'm gonna mute the audio. I'm like, Dylan, that is not how that mechanic is supposed to work. You're supposed to hear him, so that you can fucking get out of there. And he's like, I can't, I can just, I can see him, he's a big guy, and it's like, I've never seen him, I've never seen him compromise on a game design, because it literally would just, like, cripple his way to play the game. (laughs) Jesus. My God. Which is hilarious, and like I, I don't want to give him shit for it, but also the next time I see him in person, I'll be like, "Wow." <laughs> uh, but no, that game is great, and I've also been playing. Uh, actually, no, well, that's going to tie into the direct stuff, so I'll save that for later. Uh, I've also been reading Black Clover still, and I, I'm getting kind of close to the halfway mark, I'd say, because we're at like chapter one ninety two, current one ninety three. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at, like, 69 or 70 or something like that. (laughs) Hell yeah. Like, uh, I just did a... Sorry, continue. (laughs) There's just some random cackling going on here. Don't worry. (laughs) uh, I'm just trying to think about how to word this without spoiling the arc. But uh, it's basically, like, a fight that's going on in, like, a water temple right now. That That fight is so good. Yeah, because they introduce a whole bunch of new characters where I'm at is right it, now, and they're all really is fucking like good. like, the boss fight at the end of the temple? Is that where you're at? Yeah, because, like, again, not trying to spoil it, but, like, let's just say that the original intent of the fight has changed. Like, that's not the thing anymore. Yeah. And, uh, 
Like, it's just really fucking good. Oh my god, I love the characterization in this series. It it mm. only gets better. Like, that Black Clover is criminally underrated. A lot of people aren't talking about oh, it. Oh yeah, they're sleeping they hardcore. Uh, I, probably because so. the anime just is not as good as the comic. And, like, that's just the, a yeah. fact. The manga is just far superior like what I've 100%. been told. Like, 100%. That's, that's all I keep hearing is like anybody that talks about Black Clover, they're like, no, no, don't watch the anime. Don't even look at it. Don't smell it. Don't touch it. If they just, re-edited just the, the anime to just have pacing like the manga, I feel like it'd be a ton better. I heard it yeah. does get better. Like I've heard, heard like, that they, too. They've been, trying, they've been course correcting it and fixing a lot of the complaints people have had. So um, I heard, I've heard recently it's been better, but... You know, it's, it just had a really bad, rough start. Yeah, because, like, I think what they were trying to do is that they were trying <clears throat> to allow themselves to keep Black Clover as, like, an ongoing series without having breaks in the cores or whatever. Like, they're they're trying to keep it different from My Hero, where My Hero, they can't fuck up. It's too valuable of a property, where they, they, mm-hmm. they're just like, okay, if we do not adapt this correctly, people will not be happy. But Black Clover, because it's like, you know, it's a little bit lower on the list, and but they need something for, like, television time. Uh, you know, I think they're just purposely keeping Black Clover, like, a longer anime so that they can have it release every single week, for the most part. Yeah. And, like, oh my god, it really suffers in pacing. Because, like, 18 episodes was a lot to get to where... It, it was at, like, because I think, like, by episode 18, they, like, gotten through, like, 20 chapters of the manga, and it's like, that's so fucking slow. Like, holy shit. Uh, the first volume took nine episodes in uh, the anime, and that's super slow. So, uh... Yeah, it's, it's like, because the, the whole thing with Black Clover, like, I guess that's what gets me, is Black Clover is, like, it's, it, it's thing. It's lightning fast. Pacing. Yeah, it's breakneck. Like things happen uh, fast, but it's not like unbalanced. The, no, it's 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 like really fast pacing, but in a good way. Yeah. Um. Whereas, like in the show, the fact that it's like the exact opposite. <laughs> it just. Because, uh, like, I guess they they slowed it down so it could it would be paced like a normal series. And that's not how Black Clover works. No, it's not. Like that, and it's definitely to its detriment. Like it's nice when Black Clover has like a little bit of downtime, sure, because like you know if it was just breakneck pacing all the time, it would just it would just kind of like get on you after a while. So it does have good moments yeah. of like downtime. Like I originally thought I was gonna hate the beach episode, but the beach episode was actually pretty <laughs> decent. I didn't like dislike it all that much. Um, and it also had a really good moment with Yami, so that's great. Uh, I'm still not at that part where you see his, like, bare ass, which I cannot wait for. But, uh, fucking, uh, yeah, no, it's like, Black Clover just has, like, really, really good fights. They're well, they're, they're very easy to read, which, like, you don't get that often with, like, a shonen series. Thanks, Corey. Oh, sorry, I'm moving things around. Uh, but, like, usually with, like, a shonen manga, sometimes the fights just kind of get lost. Like, you can ascertain what's happening, but I feel like with Black Clover, it's just, it's, it's much clearer than yeah. uh, some of the other cut. It's a lot easier to follow. Yeah, which is why you can, like, 
read six or seven chapters in like 47 minutes or something like that. Mm. I know for some people they'd be like, wait, you can only read that much in that much time, but I actually like <laughs> read the dialogue and look at the art. I am not a barbarian. <laughs> and also I'm reading it on my phone, so inherently it takes a little longer to do that too. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Uh, but yeah, no, Black Clover's been like a really enjoyable read so far. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for you to like get caught up. Oh yeah. So we can talk Black Clover. Because I I have so much to say about that series. The new arc. So much. Yeah, it's because the arc that they're on now is like like, you know, I think it's it's apt to compare Black Clover to Naruto. Yeah. And like this is they're on the tuning exam. Oh like, it's okay. They're on now the part they're of the story the where exams. like where it cranks up. Okay, fuck like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's awesome. It's the longest arc so far, like uh, by by far. Is it like a tournament yeah. arc, or is it a little different? No, it's not a tournament arc, but it's like the same level of like stakes and yes, like this is where it gets serious. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but it's like this arc is the only arc that's like the length of an actual like shonen arc. Yeah, because the arcs are pretty sense. short in Black Clover. They're really short because they're fast. Yeah, this is like a, this is a long story arc, and it's really good. Hell yeah. And there's so many fights. Oh, that's awesome. I'm excited to get caught up. Uh, yeah, I can't wait because uh, we're going to talk about it because it's really good. And uh, my one last thing before we get into the direct is that uh, this has been something that I have talked about with a lot of people, like, in person. And this is also something that, like, has just been on the news fucking everywhere. But, uh, holy shit, Amazon backed out of the New York City deal. For uh, headquarters too, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, that's mm. kind of shocking. I mean, because New York City is such a huge area, and you would think that like having you know your HQ in New York City makes the most sense. But, but... like the the controversy behind it, which I was, you know, at first I was like, oh hey, that's kind of cool because like that's a potential job as like a a new coming to the city. Mm-hmm. But the problem that New York City continues to face after like the past 10 or 15 years that it's been going on is like you know brooklyn is getting like very gentrified it's it's like definitely past that point and now it's like you know brooklyn is expensive now to live in it's like honest to god it's like mm-hmm. a, it's a commodity right now it's very yeah. valuable uh mm-hmm. like you know dumbo bushwick all those areas those are all uh, williamsburg those are all like hot hot cities right now to live in or neighborhoods uh and like you know that shit's been starting to spread like harlem is starting to get gentrified and that's really problematic because you know harlem is where a lot of low-income residents could like actually live there and stuff like that uh Mm -hmm. and like the bronx will probably take a while to get to that point because you know it's still it still kind of has a reputation right now. It's really not that bad, but like there are definitely some parts of the Bronx that you just do not go and go around at night. Let's just say that much. Uh, right. But Queens has been relatively unscathed by this. You know, there's like areas in Queens like Flushing or Elmhurst and Jamaica that don't really get touched because number one, they're very far out even for like, you know, a, a person that lives here, like going to Flushing is like a, a day trip or something like that, unless you live there. Uh, mm. 
But where Amazon was going to be moving is Long Island City, which is like a 10-minute train ride from where I live, you know, Astoria. So I would have felt this first-hand experience, too, where my rent probably would have gone up by, like, double the amount, which is already... Let's just say it's not cheap to uh, to live yeah. here, but it's compared to Manhattan or anywhere else, it's relatively affordable. Uh, mm-hmm. But Amazon moving in and then bringing in basically Silicon Valley, like jobs and rate and stuff like that, would also bring Silicon Valley rent prices, which... Yeah. Uh, while Long Island City is getting, it's, it's kind of naturally just getting gentrified anyways because it's like literally across the river from Manhattan, uh, like literally like Lexington 59th Street, uh, it would have like accelerated that process like tenfold and the rent would have been crazy high and all these like businesses and people who live there now probably would not be able to afford it and then they'd like just, what the fuck would they do? Mm-hmm. So... Like, I've heard some people that were that are on that side of the argument where it's like, yo, no, please keep Astoria and, like, Long Island City local and not that. Do not make it Silicon Valley, which it definitely right. would have. But uh, the other side of the argument is, like, that is 25,000 jobs and, like, yeah. a huge <clears throat> amount of improvements of the neighborhood on paper that just did not happen because politicians got mad. Yep. Mm. Uh, also, the people were not happy. Believe me. I was there. I've seen it uh, firsthand. Mm. Yeah. But uh, it, it really also was you. the politicians of the area that are just like, what the fuck are you doing? No, you can't You can't do that. That's too much area. That's too much like shit to happen to this neighborhood. A lot of people live here. You can't just fucking do that to them. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it kind of just depends on who you talk to. Generally, the more liberal-minded are, like, you know, are on the side of get the keep Amazon out of here. And then the conservative side, the Republican side, is more like, no, we really do need that for jobs and stuff like that. Which is kind of the reverse, I feel like, of what a lot of places would be like. Uh, but Virginia's going to get Amazon HQ, so, like, whatever. No big deal. They probably mm-hmm. need it better more than we do. Don't worry, the mayor, the mayor out here in Rochester, yeah. Oh yeah, they're just gonna gonna set it up in Rochester. Yeah, she was like, "No, Amazon should come to Rochester," and I was like, "Oh, (laughs) fuck right off!" I'm like, "Please, we're not getting any Amazon HQ out here." I'm like, "I'm like, go away." (laughs) Like, yeah, right. They're coming to Rochester. Yeah. okay. I honestly feel like Syracuse would probably make sense as well, or like uh, somewhere in Jersey, because like you know, Jersey has a lot of land, and it's like at least central to like a lot of that area. If they wanted to keep it in New York, obviously, I would say Syracuse or, like, you know, Because, like, Sy- Syracuse fucking needs the jobs. More than, like, a lot of places in uh, New York, Syracuse definitely deserves to get, like, some kind of boost because, oh, it's struggling. It's not doing good. It needs something no. like that to, like, bring right. in the rich people and make it clean up. Mm-hmm. Or, and just, yeah, help. Because, like, you know, New York already gets, like, a lot of tax dollar revenues and stuff like that. It It's still, you know, it's definitely, there's always things to improve. But, like, you can drive a car here and not, like, like hit a pothole and get fucked up. Syracuse, I can't exactly say the same thing. You know, the roads right. just aren't anywhere near as good. There's a lot of, like, 
crippling buildings and crumbling buildings and stuff like that. Amazon like being there and bringing in the rich people would bring in those like those tax voters and stuff like that, and that could yeah. clean up the city. Whereas uh, New York don't need that. We good. Nope. I before we get into the direct, I have one quick little little bit that I wanna I wanna get in uh, re- regarding uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard about Jeff Bezos' dick? What? <laughs> no. Is it online? <laughs> no. no. Um, it's, it's kind of funny. So you know his whole thing, how he's getting divorced and whatever. Oh, yeah, he because is Because the National divorced. Enquirer, they uh, leaked his text with his, his uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, shit. So because of that whole thing, Jeff Bezos was like, okay, but like, how'd you get my texts? So he launched a private investigation into it. Oh, shit. Into National Enquirer? Um, International Enquirer and how they got his private text messages. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> and as a response, National Enquirer uh, emailed him and they were like, hey, drop the investigation or we're going to put your dick pics online. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> and he was like, that's literally blackmail and I have a record of you saying it. <laughs> like, because they're idiots. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah. Jeff Bezos is pulling a Hulk Hogan, and he's suing uh, the National Enquirer Holy shit, for blackmail. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was about time that somebody uh, so yeah, that's, sued them. That's a thing that's happening. <laughs> honestly, that was the best thing I've heard today. That was that's amazing. <laughs> Fuck the National Enquirer. Thank God. Uh, but I guess that just goes to show that if you're uh, a media outlet, be careful which uh, which information which which. which uh, most uh like fucking wealthy and influential people in the world you piss off <laughs> yeah because uh jeff bezos is probably one of the top 20 most and powerful also, people in the world right now and also don't yeah. blackmail people yeah, um, yeah don't. No, don't. especially for information yeah like, yeah. You know, yeah and make sure you know but at, i mean don't get caught blackmailing sorry just don't get caught blackmailing well <laughs> yeah um, where they could have evidence he, on you <laughs> Yeah. He's having a bad time, and they're having a bad time. Oh, uh, man. Everyone's having a bad time. Yeah, yeah. not us. We're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. It's O-Baby a triple. It's O-Baby a triple. O-Baby And now we can get to the direct. Yeah, direct yes. is a lot of fun. I just watched it today, and uh, so I got to, like, I'm still fresh off that, like, uh, hype train of mm. most of all the stuff. And I could say number oh, yeah. one thing I'm excited for is um, Legend of Zelda. Like, yes. I, yeah, I'm I have all about regarding that uh, once we get to it. I'm all about revamping more Legend of Zelda games. It is super fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe then I'll get into it now. Okay. <laughs> that's my problem with it. Oh, is it? I fucking adore the way this game looks. I'm really excited for it. I do. Yeah, I that. wish it was an original mm-hmm. game and not a remake of Link's Awakening. I can see what you... Yeah. Um, I'm really tired of them just remaking games because they know it'll sell. I would like to see this really cool art style applied to something actually new and not just a remake yeah. of a Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that game's like old as fuck, yeah. too. Like, isn't that... That was like the first yeah. Game Boy game that it's, they're remaking, it's very right? Old. Um, I'm sure it'll play better. I mean, it's not like it ever played yeah, properly. Yeah. But it's like... Yeah, I mean, um, it's a Zelda game. I, I don't want this. Like, <laughs> it's the game that I'm most excited for on this list. Yeah. But man, it would have been a lot cooler if it wasn't uh, a remake. 
I don't. It would have yeah. been solid if it was a new game, but I kind of wish it was like more like uh, like a sequel to uh, a Link Between Two Worlds kind of thing, like where it has kind of like that general uh, kind of feel. Yeah, I just wish it was its own thing. Whatever, because like the art yeah. style is so drastically different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a. This is kind of like a a new. It's fucking, like what the hell is looks that like game Octopath, called? Almost. Yeah, it does kind of got that. It's got that depth of blur and lighting effect. But like, this is this generation's. Uh, oh fuck! What is the GameCube game Wind called? Waker? Oh, oh Wind Waker. yes, yes. It's this generation's Wind it. Waker, where it's just a huge departure. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like I feel like they went so they pushed the art direction so far. And it looks incredible, but it's like, yeah. why didn't you go the extra yeah. step and just like create an original game? Make, like, right. yeah, make call, a new story. Call it something different. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm that's also my like kind of partial to the. It, but I, mm. I don't like that. I'm also kind of partial to the fact that it's a fucking fixed camera angle, and like, I know it's a remake of the Game Boy game, and I know I like that, but that's like actively one of the things I don't like about the original Zelda games that the new ones do really well is that they give you a camera and make that world feel really big for yeah. that reason. I wonder yeah, if it's I the lo- same as but that's this, just uh, the Pokemon game, Pokemon Go, where, like, the fixed camera helps with, uh... Was because yeah. of the design, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's... The reason it has it, it's a top-down, like, 2D Zelda. Even the newer ones uh, yeah. still have that. And I also just don't care for those games. That's just a personal taste well, of mine. I love them, and I'm excited. Yeah, same. I'm pretty pumped for it. I'm excited. I'm um, willing to give it a try, but, you know, I would I would have been more interested if it was a... if Like like what you said. Same, like, beautiful art style, just like a new game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, Mario Maker 2 got announced as yeah, well. Yeah, Mario which, Maker 2 is cool. Yeah. Very excited about that. It's fuck great. Yeah, yeah no, I, that game looks awesome. I mean, I couldn't be any happier about that, that Mario Maker made its way to a, to the Switch now, so being able it's to... It's actually a full sequel, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm really happy. I, I thought they were going to just, like, kind of port it. I'm really glad that it's, like, a full sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Because, like... Hopefully we actually get a good portable Mario Maker this time. <laughs> yeah, get, get out of the way, DS version. <laughs> yeah, fucking fuck, miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it, yeah. I think this is going to be great. I think, like, pl- being able to play different, like, character, like, di- not character-created levels, uh, people that just create their own levels and share them and just kind of having that experience of Mario Maker, but now just on the Switch, I think it's just going to be amazing. Mm. It's, mm-hmm. I think I think it's it it has so much potential to becoming like one of the probably the best Mario Maker game, and obviously <laughs> out of, out of on a console, all out of all two of them, <laughs> and also I guess out of the fact that it's like I don't know it's on a console that's gonna survive. <laughs> that's another yeah. big deal, I guess. <laughs> Not yeah, I think that game's gonna be huge with kids. Yeah, no. yeah, <laughs> and you know, because like Mario Maker, as much as I wanted to play, it kind of like died out because the Wii U kind of just died. Yeah, <laughs> it, I, it I didn't have like the... enough chance to like really hit its strides. And then you know, I, mean, I, I didn't know. play that so... game because I didn't have a Wii U. Right. And was, so and the 3DS version wasn't online. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. So at least now we got this. So that was extremely exciting. I was was very happy to hear about that. Um, mm-hmm. And especially, uh, I think uh, Fire Emblem getting Fire Emblem. You know too. what? Fire Emblem looks really good. Fire Emblem 
is a game I haven't touched ever. Uh, it's a game I always hear about. And listening to the description of this new game where you're like a professor who teaches uh, has me extremely intrigued. And I think kind of really, uh, that's what I, that's, I really want to hop on. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I love all of the like fully animated CG cutscenes and everything's voiced. Oh yeah, the, the game's, game's gorgeous. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks uh, really good. I'm skeptical about the story, uh, just because like the whole yeah school mm-hmm. teacher angle is kind of really weird, and I don't know if I like it yet. Um, yeah, it seems weird yeah, for, for Fire like, Emblem, especially. Yeah, it's like I kind guess. of like why. I guess, like... <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Valkyria Chronicles 2 yeah. as well, which is an apt comparison because they're, like, both strategy RPGs, but, like... Yeah. I, like, that's the reason I didn't play that game is because it was a cast about, like, a bunch of fucking teenagers, and it's like, I don't really need an anime yeah, school shooter. Yeah, it's like, shooter. this is really uh, different. Which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> anime school shooter. It's a weird thing to say, but, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, just got that I mean, like, it's an accurate oh, no. like... It's an accurate description of Valkyrie Chronicles 2, but it's a bad if syntax. Have, if we have episode titles, I think that should be it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That's not good. Oh, shit. Um, but, like, I thought it, yeah, I no, thought that's it was kind of, one of the, And it's just, like, I don't know. Like, specifically, the thing I'm worried about is because they're also, like, they're all kids, and I'm afraid that they're just going to, like, blend together as characters. Because, like, mm-hmm. Fire Emblem, one of its unique things is, like, Awakening is a good example where, mm-hmm. like, one of the characters that you pick up is, I think, like, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that. He wears, yeah. like, a bucket hat or something like that. Yep. But then you have characters like Gregor, who are, like, 42. Mm-hmm. And, like, a father with a daughter who turns into a dragon <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. Like, Damn. I'm just afraid that the new Fire Emblem game's just not... By yeah. being a game about a school, even with gifted kids or whatever, it's just not like, going to do that. Yeah, it's not going to have that mm-hmm. variety. I- of ages. I don't love the idea of, for that reason, like, sticking it in a school so it kind of, like, grounds you to one spot, and it's, all the characters have the same, like, they all have, like, kind of different backgrounds, because it's like, this guy's from this country, this guy's from that country. Yeah, but it's exactly. like But yeah. they're all students mm-hmm. at this school, so they all kind of have the same background. Uh, and it kind of just falls into this anime trope in general. Like, you know, where it's just, like, the teenagers go on an adventure. You know, it's, like, Trails of Cold Steel kind of thing. But Trails of Cold Steel is really fucking good. And if you have never played it... I've heard a lot of people talk about that. You should fucking buy them out there on Steam. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I'm a shameful plug that, but I'm just saying, like, it's been done before. And it's, like, it's nothing new. Because it's, like... I mean, the thing, Fire Emblem, usually it's, like, some weird thing. And then there's more to it. Yeah. Because, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking think mm-hmm. Fire Emblem Awakening. It's like a normal game, and then it turns into time travel, and then there's a time skip, and there's like a whole second story yeah. that comes <laughs> after that. So it's like, yeah. and it's, I mean, Fire Emblem Fates, I don't even know what was going on there. That was not a great game. Uh, but I, I didn't uh, even play Fates. Uh, I, I like to <laughs> yeah, no. uh, hope that this is more in the vein of Awakening and that it surprises me. I mean, like, I'm going to play it. Yeah. And, and hey, at least that's not going to be I'm gonna two play, different Yeah, I'm going to play time. it, and mm-hmm. the whole game is on one game, so it's not Fates. Yeah, thank God. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to like it. Uh, yeah, excited. I think so, too. I think I'm going to enjoy it. I mean, I enjoyed Fire Emblem in the past. I mean, it's like, why wouldn't I enjoy this one yeah, at all? I like the concept of, like, being a teacher. You're usually the student, so I'm excited to see, like, where that well, goes. It's sort of... I mean, when you're playing a Fire Emblem, Emblem game, you play, as... you play as... Yeah. 
You kind of control okay. as all the characters, so you control well, where they go on the maps and stuff. Yeah, that's, and it's like you know, because like that's why this guy's the teacher, so he tells the students where to go. In Awakening, you yeah. played as the um, like yeah, the commander, like, yeah, the tactician. Okay. You're the you battle strategist. Yeah. It's like so that's your role is to tell people where to go. Like that's like okay. that's and what? Yeah, that's how that's the game. That's kind works. of the same. It's like it's a di- it's mm-hmm. a different you know different costume yeah. similar role kind of deal. Uh, I'm so like we'll see what this game. <laughs> it looks very pretty, and it looks like a cool ass game. So like, oh, we'll and just... it has the the ghost girl with the Christmas hair. Ghost girl <laughs> hair. By the way, Love my it. my youngest brother Carter is playing um, Fire Emblem Mobile. Mm. Uh, Fire Emblem oh, uh, Heroes. Yeah, it's Fire Emblem Heroes. And that's a fun um, game. He's constantly complained to me how every time any of the the female characters get hit, they do like a very like. Sugoi, like, ooh, cutesy pose. Like, ooh, I've been hurt. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just that game. He kind of did, like, a whole... Um, I, I was telling him I'm pretty excited for this game. He's like, I could just imagine all of the, like, female students coming up to teach you, like, oh, teacher. Oh, just, uh, oh yeah. If, and no, I started, no, like, I was like, please don't give me that. If the past few Fire Emblem games are anything to go by, this is probably going to be pretty horny. There's going to be a lot of waifu wars in this game. I hope oh, yeah. it's better than in Fates, because Fates did not implement that system well. <laughs> no, no, it did not. No, no, no. It wasn't very good, from no, what I heard. Even, like, Oof. honestly, it's like one of those cases where, like, I'm kind of okay that that, ver- that that feature in the Japanese version was cut, because that's just a lot. Yeah. And I hope this game doesn't have, like, uh, the children. Like, uh... Oh, yeah, because it, it made sense in Awakening, and they just like shoved it into Fates, and it didn't. It was stupid. <sighs> I also hope that uh, I hope that gay marriage is still an option in this game. I mean, I, don't, <sighs> I actually don't know why that would be. A, let's say let's say same sex <laughs> relationships that, because marriage does not make sense. I hope sense. that um, not only is it a thing, but it's also not really shitty like it was in Fates. <laughs> Or no, it's a version, the was like it's really a version exclusive. <laughs> no, it's like if you wanted yeah. the lesbian relationship, you had to buy one game, and if you wanted the gay relationship, you had to buy another oh, game. That's yeah. awful. Which, like, were two honestly very different games. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And it was like one Jeez. character in each game. Like, I hope it's just a natural. Yeah, system. I hope it's. I hope yeah. it's better. Uh, it was a good step forward in Fates, but it was it very. Was. Wasn't it? It was a step forward. It wasn't a good step forward. Mm. Yes. No. <laughs> no. no. I do agree with that. It, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. I heard. I've heard a lot like, of ugh about it, and I'm just like, I had no interest in playing it. Like once I heard that thing come out, I was like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> like I, I just, I just knew in my heart it wasn't gonna be that great. I just, I, so I actively avoided it. Mm. Harry, I know you had some stuff to say about uh, Yoshi's Crafting yes. World. Um, I oh, played yeah, yeah. the demo, and it's really cute, and I really like it. Um, it looks. I still it's need to play cool it because it's like it's it's like a two D platformer type game, but it's also like three D because you can like yeah. it, you know like there will be parts where you can direct the Yoshi to go down or up, and he'll he'll like walk towards the screen or away from the screen or. It, it, it's a 2D mm-hmm. platformer that occasionally takes on elements of like a 3D game, and you can. It kind of yeah. reminds me of Little Big. Yeah, so I was of. just about to say um, that. Yeah, and I like, like that. Like you can aim at people that are 
in the background or in the foreground. Uh, that'll like be part of the game is you have to like you know shoot someone in the background to do something or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's sort of it's really cool. It's really different from the other Yoshi games. I think it's a good uh, evolution for the series from the tiny bit I've played. Yeah, yeah. I need to. Um, it's got mm-hmm. really creative, I'll feel like it's a really cute like uh, stages, and uh, it's cool going backwards through them because <laughs> you can do that. Once you beat once oh, you nice. beat a level, you can go backwards through it, and it's the diorama is flipped, so you're seeing the background of all the cardboard and everything. Oh, I love that. That kind of reminds me of what they did on Yoshi 64. Because, mm. like, you know, uh, the levels yeah. loop in that game. Yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Joe, did you play the demo? I did not. I haven't. I Because I've been playing uh, the da- Damon yeah. Machina Damon X Machina? Damon X Machina. Which, oh, that's funny. Yep. That's, that's a, a joke. Funny uh, <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> because like I, I just wrote it as like a fucking Japanese name, and like you don't pronounce the X or some shit unless that's like Damon Cross Machina. But I, I guess it really, literally is Damon X Machina. So that's that's funny. It's Damon um, times Machina. Which like I've been playing that demo uh, on like the on the ride to work, and like sometimes like during lunch break or whatever. Mm. Uh, and that game's pretty much what I expected it would play like. It's it is not. Not complete <laughs> at all. It still has all... Because I've been playing it... I don't know about you, Harry. It, it sounds like you've been playing it like on TV mode, I haven't probably. Tried it yet. I'm excited to. Oh, okay. So, I have not tried it in TV mode. I have played it in handheld mode. And, I've heard uh, it's not good. Yeah, there's some... Like handheld. It, oh. There's a lot of optimization that needs mm. to be done. Because, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not like a pinpoint pixel crawl like, pixel peeper type person. Like, I can't just look at an image and be like, yeah, that's 540p. But yeah. I can take, like, rough estimates. This game is not running at 720p on Switch uh, in the handheld mode. No, uh, maybe no. it runs at, like, 720 on the TV, and then it'll, like, actually probably look pretty good. But it's pretty blurry on the handheld, and, like, certain elements like lighting and bloom are definitely yeah. rendered at lower resolutions. Like, you can just tell by yeah, the stair-stepping. Um, but the, from a lot of people's impressions, that the game is really good docked and really bad handheld. Yeah. No. Because, like, the problem with the handheld experience is that, like, yeah, the game, like, doesn't look as good on the screen, but what really hurts is the frame rate is fucking bad on the handheld. Mm-hmm. Speak, speaking of, just, like, insert, I thought yeah, Assassin's Creed looked like it was playing at like 20 <laughs> frames a second on the direct. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, it didn't... That's just Assassin's Creed just it in looks general. Those so games bad. do not run great. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to run very well on the Switch. I mean, I played it back in the day on, on like PS3, on Xbox, Xbox 360. Yeah, and honestly, I, I, I'm good. I don't think I'll actually buy <laughs> yeah. the HD remaster. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not pretty as, excited about that either. Yeah, I don't think like, anyone is actually interested in Assassin's Creed 3. No, like, I mean... Of, all, of what I know about that series, that is the one that people are just like the most eh about. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it, but I don't think I would ever go back and do it again. I think I could see myself going back into, like, Assassin's Creed 2 or uh, yeah. Black yeah, Flag. Like, or, of all the you games know, to port, why Assassin's Creed 3? Like, 3. Assassin's Creed 3 was, like, even the one where most people were, like, story-wise, they weren't, like, going crazy over it either. Like, that was the first time I saw the ending, and I was like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. I wonder what they're going to do with it. And they did nothing with it. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, no what a fart three. in the wind. 
I mean, it was <laughs> like in the wind. it really was, and I was like, Ugh. I mean, to this very day, I still don't understand why they even ended it the way they did. And Assassin's Creed Three is like the most inconsequential in the series for sure, even though it made itself oh, yeah. out to be like one of the most important in this franchise. So America. it was kind of sad. Uh, but just to finish up, Damon X Machina. I haven't finished the demo yet because there's like four missions and they're pretty long. They each last like a half hour or something like oh, that, cool. forty minutes. Oh, um, like, yeah, I no, it's actually like then. a it's a sizable demo and it has like character creation and it actually is a lot of fun. It's a mm. fun game, but like I'll probably have to play it docked at some point just so I get like an actual good impression because like it, it definitely runs a little. The pa- because it runs a little slower, the pacing also feels a little slower, and the controls just do not feel as good on the Joy-Cons. I feel like with mm. a Pro Controller, that game is going to feel a lot better mm. to play. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically... I've downloaded like a bunch of stuff. Like I have the Yoshi's demo uh, downloaded, and I also have Tetris 99 <laughs> downloaded, I, but I, downloaded I haven't played it, it yet. Played it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Apparently it's actually supposed to be really yeah. good. Yeah, uh, which is a weird thing. There, to there say, was another like, Tetris game that came out like recently, and it was really fucking good. I forgot what it was uh, called. It's for the PS4. Yeah, was it Puyo fucking... Puyo. No, no, it was <laughs> not Puyo Tetris. That game is because that was. Shit. Um, oh, I love. No, Puyo. there was like this recent Tetris game. It's, it's by the same guy that made Res. Yeah, um, it's really fucking good because the music's awesome. Yes, that was it. It's funny you mentioned music, Ryan. I was watching the direct with. Carter for like a second, and um, the like losing music for Tetris uh, is immediately what made me consider buying the game. <laughs> I'm really it just glad. sounds so nice. The music <laughs> sounds so nice in that game. It is. Oh, for Tetris Effect, I Tetris Effect play is really supposed to be because, really like, fucking good. From what I've heard, yeah, yeah. it looks and it's fun. All, it's it's, it's great. Uh, I think it's by the same guy that made Res and also the same guy that made Luminous. Yes, so, it is. So, like, I'm definitely going to have to play that game at some point. Yeah, definitely. I, I highly recommend Tetris Effect to anybody who likes just puzzle games, but also who loves just rock and music and aesthetic. Like, it bleeds aesthetic. Oh, yeah, it's a super pretty game. I'd love to play this game in VR. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. I know that it, it is available in VR. Yeah, it's a, it's a VR it? game. Yeah, yeah, it's got a VR mode. Yeah. So, yeah, no, no, highly recommend that game. It's really good. And I, I did want to play Tetris 99 for sure. Um, yeah, that's going to be the one I play first because it's free. Um, how, yeah. What are your guys' thoughts, I guess, about like uh, Dragon Quest Eleven coming onto the Switch as well? Because I'm personally really, oh, fuck yeah. really excited. There, Similar, similarly to Fire Emblem, um, that trailer got me really interested in Dragon Quest. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking I've, pumped for Dragon Quest. The only Quest Dragon Quest game I've ever played is the very first one. Um, wow! Yeah, so I'm pretty excited. I played four back in the day. Um, yeah, I'm four kinda, was pretty good. It's just old. I'm kind of all about that character. Like you know, he's the chosen one. Oh yeah, uh, but he's, he's got like very much up fight your for alley. his role again. <laughs> he's oh, a yeah. very Corey character. Um, it's, yeah. It starts off pretty generic, and then it turns into something completely different, and it really just takes it and twists it on its head, and that's what really yeah, is like the appeal of it. It's so good, and also you got the character designs from uh, yeah. the creator of Dragon Ball. Yeah, I love the, yeah, uh, dude, the main characters oh. with future trunks with brown hair. <laughs> yes, it is. It's really good. Um, yeah, but like some of the shit that's wild about the switch version like i mean yeah i we all knew it was going to run on unreal uh, sorry unreal engine 4 we all knew it was going to be the ps4 version uh which it actually doesn't look as bad 
as I thought it would be, because the PS4 version didn't even run at a full 1080p. It ran at 900p. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. So, like, you know, like, scale down a little bit more. As long as it runs at, like, 720p docked, I don't care. Uh, yeah. It'll probably look fine. Uh, but, like, specifically, what I'm really excited about, which is crazy that they're able to do this, um, the game is now fully orchestrated. On yeah, Switch. yeah. Like, the I PS4 yeah. version used fucking MIDI tracks, which is bad bizarre. MIDI tracks. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why they did this that. Game that is, makes it's, no sense this to game me. Game is fully orchestrated. It has two voice tracks, and you can play it in like the yeah. regular version and the 16-bit one from the 3DS game. <laughs> like this is like absolutely <laughs> yeah, definitive like, Dragon Quest Eleven. This game actually has yeah. the Japanese voice acting, which the PS4 version in Japan didn't even have <laughs> yeah. at launch. Yeah, yeah. that blew my mind too when i heard that so like honestly the switch Dragon... version seems like the best it's, version no it's like literally it's yeah, all the say. definitive version like it's yeah yeah i'm glad i waited and uh like i'm saying yeah. here i'm glad i did <laughs> not is... touch the game yet i and i let myself uh I, like i i, I want to talk about this mechanic <laughs> so bad but like it's technically a spoiler so i i there is a mechanic that they are improving in Dragon Quest Eleven S, that makes me very, very excited because I didn't know this was a thing that happened in the game, but mm-hmm. like, they're modifying it for more options, and it's like, fuck yeah, I'm excited for it. Nice. Um, but uh, I know that sounded vague, but it, it technically is like a <laughs> end game spoiler. People who uh, hear it yeah. who have played it will know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but specifically, like, the reason why the orchestrated thing is like a big deal is because there's actually a big licensing problem with how the music in Dragon Quest is represented yeah, because it's I, all through one guy. Yeah. I remember and reading about this. he felt like there's actually a really good documentary about it on uh, YouTube. Stop Skeletons from Fighting uh, did a video about it and it's like basically to boil it down uh, before video game copyright was like solidified into what it is all of the rights and decision making went to the original composer and he has you know he's like an old ass japanese man so like he has very strict views on this kind of stuff and uh dragon quest 11 the soundtrack when it came out on ps4 was like under his you know uh control and stuff like that so he did not want the orchestrated version in the game. He wanted, like, the MIDI version because it was, like, more quote-unquote authentic or whatever. And mm-hmm. people fucking hated that. No, <laughs> yeah. one, no one liked that. Uh, especially once they released an orchestrated version of the soundtrack on, like, CD. And it's like, why the fuck was this not in the game? Come on, this is stupid. So the fact that the Switch is getting it is, like, amazing. Yeah. It's such a good thing. Um, <clears throat> I guess uh, to just kind of, like... Uh wrap things up i guess um just uh Mm. i i'm kind of surprised that they didn't do pokemon but honestly i think they're gonna wait until e3 i think now if they don't do it now they got they're not waiting until e3 to unveil it that game's due out this year like Uh, (laughs) well like that game's coming out probably november this year i mean well that's why i think they'll do it at e3 for the summer because in the summer they'll tease it and then they'll maybe be like, hey, hey yeah, that's, or yeah, maybe next month's direct. Pokemon games usually get announced at the beginning of the year and then come out at the end of the year. Uh, ah, okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. I, I mean, I didn't know that at yeah, all. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, like every previous generation 
Like, they get announced mm. in, like, February, March. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll probably see at least a concept yeah. trailer. Like, we'll know, yeah, we'll we'll know the, the names of the games probably next month. Yeah. Probably. It'll be Which fun. Like, I, I'm very I'm, excited. I'm so excited. I hope this time I don't do what I do at every new Pokemon game, which is get it, play it for, like, three days, and then realize, like, ah, oh, my, I don't want to level grind, and then, like, not get into <laughs> it anymore. I do that with, like, every Pokemon da- game since, like, Gen 4. Know. But, like, I, I think it's, the last, like, five games I feel like it's level just so easy, though. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I mean, it's been a pretty it's easy level true. grinding. It's true. It's, it's been pretty, like, every Pokemon game uh, thus far has been pretty simple of just, once you start, you kind of go, and you just go. It's one of those yeah. things where I think I pick it up for the nostalgia of, like, starting a new Pokemon game, like I did when I was, like, 13. Yeah. And then after I get, like, 10 minutes into it, I just, I, I get, I guess I get burnt out, but you can, you can bet your ass I'm going to be buying the next <laughs> Pokemon game anyway. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm like you. You, you don't, don't go <laughs> into you. these, like, these new games, like, with that mentality, because, like, no, yeah. Like because I I remember that level grinding too, and that's mm-hmm. why I don't play the older games anymore. Yeah. Well, that um, and they like, expanded the, a lot more now. There's a lot more to do than just battle with your Pokemon. Yeah. But like, because they, it's like the, it's like that one mechanic in the old games where like you can level up a Pokemon even if they're not in battle. Mm. Then they modified that so it's literally all your Pokemon level up even if they're not in battle. Like right. at the same time, so yeah, like, like you know that mechan like that level grinding mechanic yeah, is really no grinding anymore. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, good. So, they they fixed Correct. it up a lot. So honestly, and I the, mean, I the think games are also laughably easy. <laughs> like yeah, they oh, they are stunningly easy. Like I didn't it's lose bad. Sun and Moon, the Final Four. Uh, I, I think all the way up until the Elite Four. I don't think any trainers yeah. have more than two Pokemon at a time, and you have a full team of six. Oh, <laughs> like, gosh. Oh, yeah. And it's, <laughs> I think some of like, them have games three. are goofy they're, easy. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. I mean, I, like, I mean I, they're probably appealing. They're trying to get as many young people into it, and they've been kind of keeping it simple for, like, little, little kids. But I do agree. Yeah. I, I wish that they kind of did make the Elite Four seem a little bit more of a challenge to fight them than what it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not as into it. Uh, like I love playing the new games now, like for just an experience. But yeah, it's like a I wasn't challenged at yeah. all. I, no, uh, no, I, I still love them because I've never felt Pokemon that. games. And like you said, it's kind yeah. of like a like a I guess cultural thing because everyone plays them, so it's fun to be part oh, of. Oh yeah, that. and, and but, if you have like oh, a friend that games, will like fight against you, like that's always a fun thing when you collect your own Pokemon, your friend collects theirs, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna battle you, and then you battle your friend. Like, that was, like, yeah. a lot of a good appeal of, like, a lot of the new Pokemon games. I think I had more fun battling my friends than I did, like, anything else, really, and I just loved collecting. Yeah, but, so, yeah, and I'm looking forward to that with the Switch, too, having that portability to do that. Yeah, but so as I was, yeah. like, in the middle of saying... <laughs> oh, sorry. That was my bad. Um, I was just gonna say, like, I, I don't think they're good games most of the time. Uh, like they're they're fun experiences, but the game itself isn't particularly great. Yeah, I I, mm. I agree. I can agree with that. Uh, um, is there I guess anything else? Um, other than I mean, I was gonna say maybe Final Fantasy, but I mean we we've been talking I for three and a half hours. This has been a long. <laughs> I will say that I think it's fucking hilarious that Final Fantasy Nine came out on Switch as a surprise before Final Fantasy also, Seven did. Yeah, even though they're both like it's the same. Twenty one dollars for some reason. <laughs> Like, 
It's Which twenty one dollars. It's yeah. twenty dollars and ninety nine cents. Is how much it costs. That's very specific. Tax. It's like mobile game. That's because it's a port of like yeah. the mobile game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's like cheaper on um uh what's it called Steam probably. on Android. It's probably cheaper or on like else. Steam. Yeah, probably. Square Enix is stupid. Uh, so. Yeah, Square Enix. Has I think that's a good baby. spot to wrap it up, though. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. We're gonna we're gonna skip the skip the questions this week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's very long. We'll get to that next week too. This is a long episode. I have truly. We are first. sorry. I actually just got my like. I finally got like my casting down for Harry's <laughs> well, write question it, too. Write it down, <laughs> Joe, and we can talk about it next. Write week. it down. Remember it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got mine written down. Yeah. Uh, so happy, happy birthday, birthday Joe. Joe. Happy birthday, Joe. Yeah, thank you. Uh, happy I'll birthday, see you Joe. later today. I did it on Oh Baby. <laughs> yeah, finger, yep. finger pop assholes, oh, Brendan no. Fraser's butt. I'm going to repeat those bits because fuck everything. Bye. Oh, <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.